Hello, everyone, and welcome to Breakout, an escapist conversation show about games and movies and chicken pot pies. I'm really hungry, and that was the only reason I said that one. Uh, This is episode number 64 for Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. My name is Marty Sleva, and I'm joined by the two frontrunners for Best Esports Coach of the Year at the Game Awards. It's Nick Calandra and Casey Wosu. Who the hell is that? Best uh, Esports Coach of the Year. What part of that did you not understand? Those are all normal words. KC team kills, so that's not good. That's why you guys are coaches. You're not players. Yeah, I don't play. He coaches team killing. I t- I kill my team because I'm playing against them to train them how not to die. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Sometimes you need vinegar. Reverse with psychology. Nick. Uh, welcome to the stream, everybody. Uh, sorry, we're a half an hour late. Uh, Nick's computer though is finally fixed, which is exciting. So hopefully, Yay. stream should go well. He just turned around and left, so that's fine. Uh, we've got a great show for you today, as you can see uh, on the title. We're going to be talking about some game award nominations. Uh, we could, we could talk about them at large, uh, but one thing we wanted to focus on was there's been some hullabaloo around the uh, category of best narrative and Elden Ring being a nomination and whether. From software's uh, uh, mode of storytelling uh, should be considered in best narrative categories. What we want to see from video game stories, what what games can do with stories other mediums can't, uh, and that will segue into some examples of uh, recent games we've been playing, like Somerville, which Casey reviewed. Uh, I know Nick and I have been playing a lot of God of War Ragnarok. I started up a little bit of Pentiment. I'm absolutely gonna get some Sonic talk in there because that little rat he's been running around. He's been running around my dreams. I've been having a good time with that. Sound, I, I hear. <laughs> Uh, he's so fast. It's he, sometimes he's too fast. Sometimes he needs to slow down a little bit. Um, how, how are you guys? Are you guys doing? Is everyone doing well? I'm oh, happy also, how, oh, go ahead. That my computer is back. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah it's supposed to be back on Monday. It was gone a week, and I felt like I was missing a part of my body. Yeah. Let's. Well, I mean, the cyborg future is just around the corner. It is so. now. I now I really want Elon Musk to put a chip in my brain. After the past couple weeks, do you? <laughs> right? Do we think that that would be a good idea? Did you see that? Um, did you see the uh, the shot glass that he they revealed today, or the cocktail glass? It was like a it's like a V. <laughs> I was like, why? Well, he just does wait, weird things to be weird. Wait, cocktail glasses are like martini glass. Yeah, cocktail martini glasses are. V's. But like, it doesn't it doesn't have like the little cone at the bottom. Is it just like a like an ice cream cone? Yeah, it's just a just. Like, like that, and, and it stands or yeah, it's no, it's, some, it needs a stand. There's two stand. Oh, that seems excessive. That, <laughs> that seems like that's like, like I'm so rich, I don't have problems yeah. anymore. I need to create a problem that I can solve, the, uh, including my, like the flamethrower <laughs> with my infinite money. Uh, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, that uh, Nick getting his computer fix is why we were half an hour late. Uh, and also as housekeeping, because a couple people have asked, uh, Jesse is getting his floors done. His new home, so there will not be a God of War stream tonight. Um, but yep. uh, Jesse should be up and running um, probably this weekend for game night. So uh, yeah, and he'll have new floors. I'm sure he'll have tons of new stories about the floors. Yeah, Do you think he'll have any floor fix? Incoming floor fix. Yeah. Do you think he'll <laughs> LED strips on the floor? <laughs> light is light is away to the computer at night. <laughs> yeah, I think it'll be nice. It's not yeah. a bad idea actually. Um, <laughs> I think it's kind of a bad idea. Like yeah, for normal I, people, I need, I need like a, a walking strip for when I come back drunk to the refrigerator. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you need a couple things for this. this area. <laughs> All right, one to the bathroom is color coded, okay. then the then the refrigerator is color coded. There you go. Uh, I'm gonna swap the colors though, and you're gonna piss in your fridge, and you're gonna drink toilet water like yes. a dog, <laughs> like a dumb little dog. Oh, sex chat sixty nine's here. Sorry, uh, they're gone. Um, 
Cool. Do you guys just want to hop hop into the Game Awards, to the Keeleys, the event that everyone loves uh, talking <laughs> about? Uh, we are going to be covering it uh, live. Uh, one, two, three. F- it's about four weeks from tomorrow on November eighth. On two, that's three weeks. I don't know how to count. So three weeks from tomorrow evening, Thursday, November eighth. Uh, probably the three of us will be covering it in uh, you know the same sort of watch along thing we usually do. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there won't be a Metal Gear that night, but we'll be covering it. Should should be fun. A lot of games we enjoy. Got nominated for stuff. A lot of games we enjoy. I probably didn't get nominated for stuff. Uh, and then maybe there'll be cool trailers, or maybe not. Who cares? Whatever. It's going to be three hours of our lives, and then we can forget about it. And then we can I mean, has the Game Awards ever disappointed? Last year wasn't you great. being sarcastic. <laughs> no, I think there's always no, been. That was a legitimate uh, question. <laughs> I think there's always been like there's got to be something cool last year. Dokavi. Although, don't, did you hear the news? It no, I delayed. did not. Got delayed out of 2023. You know that's what? not even at that year yet. I didn't know what that I didn't know anything about when that game was releasing. So the fact that they delayed it to something else lets me know that it's still a thing and just not <laughs> uh air. So yeah. I'm actually I'm okay. I with think that. in 2021 they said it's a 2023 game. And then uh before we even got to 2023, they were like, no, it's not. That's it's not real. <laughs> I mean, so any time to make that that dream come true. Uh Mr. Black Dirk is not Togepi. Togepi is a Pokemon that Misty got in in Pokemon. Uh Doka V. Which is uh, the escapist number one most anticipated game of all time? Anticipated, yeah. Anticipated, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sponsored, sponsored by Mountain Dew. Uh, so, uh, getting into the game award stuff, uh, did you guys have any 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 standout sort of overarching thoughts? I'm sure Nick's gonna Nick, you're gonna complain about something. Let's, let's <laughs> have at it. You just want to get it out of the way. I've had it, Nick. You haven't had your PC in a while. Or do we want to start with something positive? <laughs> AC, you have something positive? About the game awards? Not anything. I don't know. Or we can just <laughs> just just anything in life. Yeah. Uh, guys, <laughs> he's like, I can't even think of something positive. Yeah, I, I, I life don't know. sucks. <laughs> I don't know if I can help you right now. <laughs> okay, uh, Nick, do my you son kicked any... me in the balls today. You know, <laughs> great day. Any, do you have any thoughts on uh, the the game award nominations through any category? I'll uh, I'll toss in a link. Did I have? Didn't I have a link to like? Yeah, you did, to the wiki. Yeah, I got some wikis. Wicker, wicker, wicker. I'll throw this in the chat. Uh, Nick? Uh, You know, everything that I expected that was going to get nominated was nominated. I mean, it's more like, yeah, you know, I don't want to be too cynical about it. Like, I like the Game Awards overall. Like, I I look forward to the reveals more than the awards because they don't care about the awards. They don't put any time into them. They don't do anything cool with them. Uh, So it's just kind of, that's almost, I've just accepted that the Game Awards is now just, e3 in december basically and i'm okay with that um my my main thing is just looking at the jury panel you know i I, somebody made a good point on an article the other day that like god of war is nominated for all this stuff but it's not how who's who's finished it yet you know it's a 30 hour game and there's well the the people voting i guess right the the people voting is everybody on the editorial staff at those outlets that are part of not everybody it is one representative um on each of those outlets Oh, it is. And so they're yes, wording on the website is wrong? It is one. It is one representative from each of those outlets. IGN's editor in chief was the sole representative. Usually, they don't even. Do they even have an editor in chief right now? After Tina left, uh, or not Tina? Uh, uh, yeah, Tina Amini. Yeah, Tina. Uh, maybe they have an interim. Maybe it's yeah, uh, yeah. Per Schneider. Uh, anyway, so if that's the case, and if it's only one representative, I just, I just want to see, like, if we're gonna do this each year. And people are like, well, the awards don't matter. I completely agree with that. Like, I don't think the awards matter. I think that's cool for the developers, of course, but in the larger scheme of things, whatever. 
I just want to see a larger jury panel of not the same sites that cover the same stuff. I want to see YouTubers on there that cover a huge range of indies. Like, you know, I'm going to throw our hat in there. We cover a huge range of games just, just so that, you know, with a showcase like this big, these hidden gems of games and all that, that are really good, get their due in front of a large audience for like being nominated for these things just to breathe increase the breadth of what's there like i don't elden ring doesn't need to be nominated for 10 different awards when there's definitely other games that can be up there does it not though is elden no, I, ring I, not the definitive game i think i think it is the, i think it's a definitive game it's just my point is like we could diversify what is nominated for these things or create more interesting awards or something i don't know is, is it is it such a bad thing for the Game Awards to be about the big blockbuster AAA? I think industry? it is because that's not that's not like just the thing for indies or it's it should all be part of the same thing this this time I think like Hades was up there with the big boys and everything and, and Celeste and and all these games but it's only the it's only the big indie games like yeah, a short a short hike is like one of the best games that came out a couple years ago I don't think that was nominated for anything. Vampire Survivors, which is arguably one of the biggest games of this year, wasn't nominated for anything. I got a hot take. That game's shit. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> I finally played it because it came to Game Pass. That is nonsense. That apparently, is, it's a apparently it's a ripoff of another game. Of like every like it's I, yeah I don't know but anyway I, maybe I'm maybe I'm being maybe I'm just like wait I just up, but I, I I put like an hour into that game I'm like what are, what are we doing here? What, what are we when doing I this? when I think of like the jury panel though it's just. It feels like it's been the same people that are on the jury panel that are doing the award shows that are doing, you know, all these big things in the industry and like a part of the escapist and like my whole philosophy is like bring in the new guard of people that can have these opportunities and everything. And when it's just inviting all of your friends and everything onto these panels and, you know, like giving an award to Nobel who's are a nice guy but also a news aggregator he's not a oh, content I, think, I, 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 think that's weird. I think you're both crazy i think really nabelle's twitter was literally like literally a top five twitter feed for me and i but, think him being gone is legitimately sad and i think you saying it, it seems like your anti nabelle should not be uh nominated for uh content creator of the year seems to go against your we need to broaden the pool and and uh, broaden what our definition of these things are i i Oh, I mean, I couldn't because I disagree with that on Nick's behalf, honestly, because there are other content creators who could probably fill that role. Whereas uh, Nibel's whole thing was not necessarily creating content, he, but like picking and choosing from content that other people made. He was I, so like, he, he, was a, he was a good. Well, I'm not saying it's not useful. He was. Know what a, I mean, well, like, that's, yeah, I, that's the whole I, argument too. That's the whole argument. Like it was a useful, good thing. I it, to me, that's not like content it's he wasn't creating anything he was aggregating he was for a twitter, a twitter feed. that's not twitter. i don't that think that's creating that is absolutely creation okay, i think fine. i think it's pretty backwards to think that having like a dope ass twitter feed is a so, creation i'm saying so you would you would really more. put a twitter feed over like a no clip documentary or something that had I like think, real like the twitter feed has value but it's yeah. not a creative endeavor it's a service it is creative it is creative. it's not you i think you're, that, I, that's I, really you're, that's really hard to like what like what if a twitter feed only and only had like beautiful background art from a bunch of video games like that's the entire twitter feed 
Like it's something that the person there, there used to be one of those, content. which I fucking missed. There was one of those like <laughs> 10 years ago. That was like the best. Follow. But, but like, would you say that the person who does that Twitter would deserve an award for showcasing a bunch of well, there's what's other his name? Shoe, art? You know, uh, what's the guy's name? Shu Hey legend. Shu he legend. Suni legend. Suni legend. Suni legend. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I don't think any of us said his name right. Shu Hey Yoshi. I think uh, uh, that was like. That Twitter feed's incredible, and all that is is like that's content creation, though. But that, yeah, but that's that's how is that any different? That. Than, One, I, it's I, a person I, playing the game, so like they're they're being transformed because it's their gameplay, and two, it's them capturing angles and editing in order to present a look mm-hmm. at that game. Like that is that's transformative in a way. It's not just let me post a trailer that the devs uh, released for marketing purposes, and you can just fe- find all the trailers ever for this particular game on this Twitter feed. Let's give the Twitter feed an award. If if Twitter has because Twitter is the thing we can't stop fucking talking about. Like we, <laughs> the true. we, we and the collective we, we the individual it's, we, and we the collective we. That's all we're talking about. All we're talking about is fucking Elon Musk. All we're talking talk about is what Trump's gonna be doing for the next two years. Twitter has become the the um, you know the 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 town center, the town square. Uh, even though like fucking five percent of the world uses it, and in the grand scheme of things, talk to any normie. That's why I love hanging out with normies. All my friends are normies. <laughs> when I bring up Twitter, they're like, "Why do you? Who gives a shit about that? Twitter?" And I'm like, "We do." Um, if if Twitter is on this pedestal we put it on, someone, him being the literal best at getting the news out to the largest array of people, and whether that news is a press release or a trailer or an announcement or during, like, I think it is an art to uh, live watch a, a E3 conference and be the first one to have every bit of news, every screenshot, every trailer. Like, I think there is an art into that. And I have nothing to gain from this because that's not what I do. Like, obviously, and that's not how I mm-hmm. pay yeah. my bills. Well, I, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it it bugged me when, like, people were, like, calling him a journalist and, and all these other things. Like, the semantics fine. Like, he's still doing his own little, you know, Twitter reporting and stuff like that. Uh, I, I wouldn't call him a journalist. I definitely wouldn't call him a journalist. And that's not what he's not nominated for best journalist. Uh, no, I know. But that's like like, you know, people are asking, like, what's the relevance to the Elden Ring dialogue with this Twitter dialogue? Well, it's kind of like the. It, it's kind of I think Nabel is kind of like the thesis of the Game Awards a little bit about being a popularity contest over anything else uh, when they don't really even like, you know, we're going to get into Elder Ring being nominated for best narrative, but like they don't qual- like they don't tell you the qualifications for why it's up for best narrative. So then people get in all this dialogue and discourse over these things. And so, yeah, but I mean, the, like the Oscars, does it. best performance, they don't say why they just say best performance. Like best actor, and, best and to actress, be fair, like it, what, like what is an award show other than a popularity contest? Like, there's no, yeah, other I know, way and I know, and we go over this every single year. I want yeah. it to be something more than it is, and it's never going to be that. All, and blah 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 blah. blah. We go. You said okay, so if we were there, how would we change the games nominate? Like to me, the standout indies got nominated for things. Like Immortality, Neon White, and Stray got nominations. Vampire Survivor is a baby game. If you if you like baby <laughs> games like Barbie's Horse Adventure and and yeah. well, like I said, I don't I don't care about the nominations. I think the nominations are fine. I, I never had a problem with them. I my my only one was Nabel being put up for content creator because I just there's that's because you haven't watched Mob Psycho. No wait, it's not Mob Psycho. He's One Punch Man. Right? <laughs> no no no. His his profile is Mob. No, yeah. it's one it's One Punch Man. It's a bald guy, right? No, it's Mob. It's Mob. Yeah, even Kotaku was pointing out it was Mob. Okay. Man. I also thought that was very strange that they had a list of actual people's faces and then <laughs> uh, an Avi of Mob Psych. I'm like, can he can he do that? Like, can that just be his identity? Is some like it's, it's almost like a, a little succinct uh, 
example of kind of the whole controversy with him being in that category in the first yeah. place. Like even his identity isn't necessarily his own creation. Yeah. And- also, how did I get it right with Mob? Second guess myself and then double and triple down <laughs> with, and I've never even watched Snopes One yourself. Punch Man. And I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, like somebody po- pointed out Vati video, like, why isn't he ever best content creator of the year? You know, with his Elden Ring lore videos, like, I think my problem with that te- that specific one is like, all those people got nominated, and then Twitter comes out and is like, I don't know who any of those people are, so I'm gonna, they don't matter. Vote for Nobel, and I'm like, wait a second, there's all kinds of like great oh, content yeah. we could highlight at the Game Awards using a, a tier like that, and it doesn't happen ever. It's just. I don't know. Like, that's why I want a larger jury panel that's not just the same people year after year after year after year. Um, I don't think it is the same people, though. There's a lot of new outlets on there. There's a lot of outlets I've never heard of. There's a lot of international outlets I've never heard of. I mean, if you're mad that we're not on there, that's understandable because you've done a great job over the last couple of years. Of, of, <laughs> no, of well, creating a team it's it's more like you you would never see like GamePur on there. Like, I mean, hell, none of the sites in our network are on there. Like, any, Has anyone ever reached out to Keeley? Like, do we expect to just be invited? I don't know. Or do we ask for an invitation? Like, have you ever emailed Keely about it? Not well. I mean, they never put out an invitation to the jury panels. You're in the media. The other other words, Keely's email address, if you want it. (laughs) I have his email address. So, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I, I, I don't know. No, no, I, 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 think, I, just, I, I think just, I think we should invite Keely onto the podcast, have a, like a real, like a lengthy discussion. No, it's not. Yeah, it's not about being on there. I just wanted to see more, a breadth of more websites on there is all. Like, I think, you know, when I, when I looked at it this time, you know, uh, there's Giant Bomb, of course, and then Jeff Gertzman went off and did his own independent thing. So now he's on there as Jeff Gertzman and then kind of funny, split off from IGN, now kind of funny's on there and Min Max. It's it's all the same people. They just split off from other places, and then you have foreign outlets. Yeah, like like there, that makes I understand what you're getting at. Like yeah, like mm-hmm. it's all kind of the same group. Like the the old guard of yeah. video game journalists. Like like people I grew up listening to. Like that's who all kind of congregate in at these awards. Uh, but on the other hand, they have been in the industry for a long time. Like they have voices that resonate with me even still today. Like I listen to still a lot of yeah. those people and respect their opinions. Yeah, so like, no, I, I think their opinions are all valid. I just want to see more people from outside that spectrum raised up as like, well. Are your favorite games of the and year that's, like that's Elden point, Ring yeah. and Plague Tale? Like the games that got the most nominations? I, what are you talking about nominations for? Because you, you said I just, you I just want more sites. Yeah. So we can they, get they a might better... still, they might still nominate the same games. I just want more voices from outside that same pool that's picked for everything. Is all. I've been doing this for fourteen years. I, like nobody I know on that I've worked with has been picked up for those kind of things. It's the same people have that they reach. I grew these up people with. reach out. These people build relationships with Jeff Keeley. They might. They do. They might. <laughs> I'm just it's telling you. It's that, the same like, people that get I'm, invited to the events just, and do these things. I, I think we should put forward <laughs> an imperative. Like we we we've talked about it on this podcast right now. We should endeavor to get on that panel. Let's hit up <laughs> Keely. Let's have a discussion. Let's say, hey, yeah, we like what you're doing over there. I think we could add to your awards show in a in a meaningful way. And let, and let's let's hear what he has to say. Let I mean, if, on, if, if, there's, the, if there's if there's really if there's really one thing I'm salty about, it's like. I've submit, I have submitted documentaries to the GDC docu series stuff that they do, and when people write about our docu- write about documentaries in the industry or anything, we never I never get my our stuff on that list. I don't know why. You know, I, I, there is I think there is some like selection bias out there, 
Um, it, there is a way to change it, yeah. But I also don't. I don't want to grovel to somebody to get on a fucking panel. <laughs> you know, it's that, there's a difference well, between groveling and networking. That's well, yeah, yeah. I think that's. I think that's just a core difference of us as human beings. We literally talked about beforehand of honey and vinegar. <laughs> and maybe that's the fact that I I like everything, and maybe that's why I'm paired with Yahtzee on things is because he needs someone who likes Sonic. Yeah, you you, you pair out his cynicism. Yeah. I'm, I have both. I have the hype and cynicism. You do. You do. This, is, this is true. This is true. This is what makes. I, I'm I'm good. very cynical cynical about the industry, but I very much love games. So yeah. Uh, you know. Paul Size said this show has become an intervention. It has become a bit of an intervention. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's actually start talking about the, sh- the thing yeah. I had. Although Bear Bomb uh, with a five dollar donation, thank you so much, Bear Bomb uh, says Elden Ring for best narrative still <laughs> makes more sense than Sifu for best fighting game, in my opinion. Casey, were you there in the chat? At Sli- you were there at you, some point. He was Sli- there. Yeah, I showed up at the end, so I guess I missed whatever that. Uh... So uh, uh, Sifu is nominated for both action game. As well as mm. fighting game, which first off, if you can do genre categories, I think you should only be nominated for one genre. And second off, I think you are fucking insane if you say Sifu is a fighting game. Like, legitimately insane. To me, a fighting game, it has to be like a, a multiplayer game. Yeah, it's kind of it a can have single player elements. Multiverses or, or King, King of Fighters. Those are fighting. Yeah, Sifu is yeah. not a fighting game. Yeah, and I, the fact that Yahtzee said it's a it's it's a fighting game, and that brawlers are an extension are a type of fighting game, I thought that was literally nuts. I thought that was the weirdest to, thing ever. To be to be fair, no, there is when no you to put be it fair. that way, no, when you put it that way, like like the like the side scrollers, like like uh, what Final Fight or yeah, Final Fight, uh, Double Dragon, Rage and whatnot, yeah. They do have similar elements in terms of like how they how those characters control that are similar to fighting games. And like the people who get really heavy and deep into them will talk about combos and uh, uninterruptibles and and stuff like that, which is the same exact language and mechanics in multiplayer fighting games. But they are very different things. So like there is an argument to be made for it being in that category. But I, Sifu I, in particular, I feel like it's such a different thing yeah, than I the way. Like- two games uh-huh. that would be like intermixing in that category would be like for honor and absolver their previous game. Yeah. Cause it was at least had like the multiplayer aspect. in One on one duels and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I guess for yeah, honor, like the, for honor fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a multiplayer focus. Was, was that not, was that not nominated for anything ever? Cause that game was actually, that was, really like, cool. that was like five years ago. Yeah. So was, but I'm, I'm just saying like when it did come out, when is anyone looking at it? Like, Hey, this is actually pretty nice. I think it had like kind of a rough launch. And then like, yeah. it, again, like Rainbow Six Siege, like I think it grew over time. Surprisingly, they never voted it for, I don't, has it been ever been nominated for best ongoing game? Cause they've released uh, yeah, stream of content just, for it. It's yeah. All been good. I don't think it's ever been as big as those on, no. other ongoing games though, that to sort of crack through that ceiling. Um, but uh, yeah, so the the you know the category at hand that we wanted to talk about was uh, for best narrative. The games that were nominated were A Plague Tale: Requiem, God of War: Ragnarok, Horizon: Forbidden West, uh, Immortality, and Elden Ring. Um, and uh, to me, there's like three different groupings of these games: Plague Tale, uh, God of War, and Horizon all have uh, a similar mode of storytelling, in my opinion, which is just a lot of big AAA, cool cutscenes, get a big actor, you know. A lot of mm-hmm. emotional things, get some side quests, all that, all that stuff. Uh, immortality, we've talked about in the past that it tries something very different. It's an FMV game. It, it uses the act of storytelling as its main mechanic. Uh, and then Elden Ring, which uh, it seems like some people 
immediately scoffed at. Some people said these games are incomprehensible. The joy in them isn't the story. And then other people said, you, if you don't understand the story or if you need your story spoon fed to you, you are as much of a baby as the vampire survivors fans. <laughs> and so I was just, I just want to know. Also, I don't know why my I've gone on this anti vampire survivors thing. I thought the game was fine. I just, it wasn't for me. I don't know why I'm still doing this, but I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, so I guess, where do you, Casey, we'll start with you. Where do you stand on sort of the, <laughs> of Elden Ring and, and from software as a whole style of narrative. And do you think it's successful and, and rewards a nomination? Yeah. Like it's very easy for me to lump the from soft games into a category of having a story, having a narrative and being good at that. Um, it is not conventional. Like it's not the way other games do it, but it absolutely tells a story. Like, cause even like people are pointing to like the content creators who make like the lore videos and stuff saying like, Oh, this is where the story is, is this thing over here, whereas the game is devoid of it. Like, no, that's that's why that stuff exists, is because there's so much to pull from that content, from the actual like main uh, game. So, and yeah, it, some of it can be impenetrable. And also that kind of depends on the way you play. Like you'll get certain parts of the story or different stories altogether, depending on how much of the game or what parts of the game you actually play. So that honestly, reinforces the idea that it's better than these other ones because it's like it's a game that you can play over and over again and get different stories out of so like i i'm 100 on board with the elden ring you know in the narrative category has a narrative great narrative you know everything on the pro side of that i, I fall in that category uh, and i fully uh denounce anyone who says this why. <laughs> wow fully denounce Strong words. Uh, Nick, you will no longer be my yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm one of the people that doesn't play the Souls games for its narrative just because like, I'm more interested in the gameplay than like the lore and everything like that. It's just not my thing. I think the worlds are really cool and everything. Uh, but I know it's there, and I think Casey's absolutely right that if like these lore videos exist, it's to just make these things into watchable chunks that you can get. But if you play the game, you're all gonna you're gonna come out with that same lore that is being explained to you by these videos that are doing it. So anybody that's, you know, I, I saw one tweet that was like, lore is not narrative and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, in the Souls games, the lore is the narrative and that you go out in the world and find that lore and it tells you the story. You know, like I don't, I think, uh, I, I think like, you know, Gene Park's obviously been in the, in the mud on this one, um, but I think he's right in that, uh, what do you mean? Who's what? what G, G, in the mud? He, that, he, that was what sparked the big Twitter. Sparked the big debate. Uh, he did. He described it as I think he described it to like kind of a piece of literature where it's not going to spoon feed the story to you. And, oh, sure, sure. You know, like it's all in the imagery. It's in the context of what you're the actions you're making in the game and everything. And he was basically saying like he literally he was pretty pissed because like you know. Games Media Twitter does what Games Media Twitter does, and you know, was subtweeting him and kind of being no such. This is these aren't real people. <laughs> games, you always lump Games Media Twitter. He he sent me direct tweets about it. So there it was just there's just a bunch of like snobby people being like Elden Ring doesn't have a narrative. <laughs> this is stupid. Like lore doesn't count as a narrative and everything. Um, and so like he was just like you know if you don't see that there's a narrative in Elden Ring, like you pretty much don't deserve to be a critic. Which I don't know if I agree with that or not. I think there's different levels of critics, you know, uh, but I think, yeah, I mean, I can't say for one, I can't say for sure if I think it is due best narrative because I just didn't engage with it in that way. But, you know, if I mean, I, I've seen all the lore videos that have hundreds of thousands of views, there must be something real good there. If hundreds of thousands of people want to know, 
you know, have the story in a, in a spoon fed format while also playing the game. Uh, it's funny. I'm, a, <laughs> I feel like I'm in like on a weird Island on my own. Uh, I think nominating four out of the five of these is boring. I think a plague tale, God of war and horizon have really great cinematic stories. We literally talked about how much I like the plague tale story. The thing that's keeping me going through God of war is I'm excited to see what happens with this story. Um, I bounced off horizon, but that wasn't the story's fault. That was just cause the open world fatigue. Um, but the way they tell their stories are um, no different than movies, in my opinion. There's there's very little with the interactive medium that that brings anything new to the way those games tell their stories. And those mm-hmm. games can be those stories can be amazing. Those stories can be emotional. I literally talked about how much I love the Last of Us Two story and like the the, the catharsis of of uh, sort of the cycle of revenge and and how hurt people hurt people. Um, with Elden Ring. I don't think it tells a story in a different way than every one of their games have since Demon Souls. I think From Software has a very specific formula of storytelling that I personally like. Like I mm-hmm. like playing through the game, and that the main story I get while playing through the game is um, the intrinsic stories that come from my experience playing it. Mm-hmm. Like my Elden Ring stories in my head are the weird shit I got into, and finding a bear in the forest, and running away from it, and opening that treasure chest, and ending up in in Khaled. Uh, uh, but that being said, it doesn't feel like a different form of storytelling than Bloodborne or uh, uh, Dark Souls trilogy or Demon Souls. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess you could technically say the same thing about Immortality, that it's very much Sam Barlow and, and Half Mermaid building upon what he did with her story and then with telling lies. Um, but the thing is, I, I, if we're going to reward a game story, I wanted to do something that I've fucking never seen in, in, a, in a form of storytelling that isn't possible in other mediums and it's we don't get those very often like i was trying to come mm-hmm. here and be like these are the five games that should be nominated and i look through everything i played and i'm like i don't, I don't really have anything yeah, like what like what's doing anything brand like you, you said you started pentiment people have been giving that like very very high praise but like that's also like a very just a choose your, it's a choose your own adventure right okay so yeah so which is like i mean it's it's disco elysium it's which which mm-hmm. you know are really great are really interesting but like there's I'm not at a point yet where I know like what's the game, like what kind of a story are they telling that only a game could do? And maybe we just don't get a lot of it. Like an example that came to mind recently was fucking unpacking. Unpacking tells a story no. in a way that yeah, that's, I feel like that's only a game pick. could. Like, you know, it tells a story. Like you learn so much about this character by never seeing a character, by never hearing from this character, by never by never reading this character. Um and and I was trying to think of like more indies like that this year. More would, games like did that. Outer did Wilds some, fit that sort of Outer thing? Wilds would I be. Feel, another I feel like one. I keep bringing up Outer Wilds every time, <laughs> which is <laughs> fucking great. Which which I'm which I'm all for. Outer Wilds is absolutely another game where it feels like their stories like that. Um, uh, Return of the Obra Dinn, a game like that. And so like that's when when uh, where I can get on board with Nick earlier saying uh, you know we need to broaden the scope of of what we're doing with these award shows is I do think if we're going to do something like narrative, like point to games that are doing something like absolutely fucking new, uh, Haxton in the chat man- mentions tunic tunic could be a great game to put this year for narrative. Uh, cause that is doing that's something. A really, that's a really good point. Yeah. That's telling that's stories really in a way that I really haven't seen before. So I guess that's my yeah, long so way. I of guess saying, narr- narration, but like, what about like, we almost have a category for best story and best narration. And that could be player created narration or mechanics driven. I mean, yeah. Narration. I mean, that's the, that's well, it's like, all semantics and the award design, the way they do these things. That, that's, that's, that's why, well, that's why I kind of mean like if they're, if they're going to nominate the game and I know the Academy Awards doesn't do it, whatever, but like for, if we want to do something different with games, 
when they do nominate things, why is Elden Ring nominated for Best Narration? The critics who are judging should be able to describe why they put it up there for that. Uh, yeah, and I don't, maybe the, maybe they can describe, you know, the fact that this was like a nine-minute video that ulti- or a nine-minute stream that ultimately um, where they just plow through all these. And a lot of them yeah. are like... Mm. I don't know. Like, uh, if you, if you say best uh, score or best music, you can understand like what what that's going for. But it's weird to have best <clears throat> debut indie and then have games from people who've made several games beforehand. But this new studio is just right. like uh, Neon White is uh, 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 nominated for best debut indie. I fucking love Neon White. It's probably one of my five favorite games of the year. But like the lead Ben Esposito was uh, he created uh, Donut County and he was one of the leads on uh, right, Unfinished yeah. Swan and and he worked on What Reigns of Edith Finch. So it seems and like then, and then throwing up indies that have big publishers behind them and everything and you know yeah like, yeah which that's, maybe that's like the, the term indie kind of is meaningless well, now that, because like, yeah, if you have a publisher behind you are you you're technically not an indie right? well yeah like, like people every time we podcast people are like what you know what's the difference between a triple A and a double A and an indie game it's like there is no difference yeah. and, and anymore to me indie, like a feeling yeah well indie indie to me at this point in time literally means they have no outside funding they were self-published and they just did it and that's yeah. it uh rab adler says elden rings on the list because they aren't experienced from soft customers i don't think that's true either like, rab, rab adler is a serious issue with elden ring in the chat so i don't know uh, no 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 i think it's no, mostly I know their entire message history has been saying Elden Ring's bad game design and all this other stuff. So. Oh, no. Uh, what I just wanted to say is, like, yeah. I don't I don't subscribe to the this is all the people voting is babies first from soft game. I don't, I don't that think either. that's true. Because when I also said earlier that it's one person from each site, it's not like they are the end all be all. That person from the site will look to if they're not super versed in JRPGs, they will call a meeting and bring the people who are. And then they will come to a consensus and say, like, oh, these were the best JRPGs of the year. Like, you got to get Trials on there and you got to get, uh, you know, you can't forget Xenoblade and you got to put whatever fucking Corky's Big Adventure. I don't know what other. There's probably yeah, a I game called Corky's yeah. Big Adventure this year. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, there? I don't I don't think that I don't think the judging panel is unqualified or anything like that. <laughs> no, it's just. Yeah. Also, but I don't think like it'd be nice to have, again, a broader pool of people for these panels. So you could have experts in the narration area to judge these things. And yeah. Also, I I don't, I don't want to actually, uh, 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 sort of change what you're saying. You keep saying narration, which is might confuse people because that's like narration is like a narrator. And that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about narrative. So those are two separate things. I normally wouldn't correct you. I just wanted to correct you there because those could be two separate things. How dare you correct your editor? I just, I wouldn't (laughs) correct you, but you did it like five times in a row. So I had to. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't eaten dinner yet. Let me know. (laughs) I do want best narration in a game though, because it should always go to the guy who does Bastion. No, yeah, the darkest dungeon <laughs> guy. Year. No, get that guy out of there. Bastion guy's better. Logan Cunningham. The, I don't even darkest know dungeon guy. Liam Cunningham. Best voice ever. No, Logan Cunningham is the best voice ever. Partial. There you go. Best voice ever. That, that could be a category. <laughs> Casey, who do you think has best voice ever? Uh, James Earl Jones. No questions. Uh, that's that's a good best voice ever. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> in, ter- in terms of this best narrative category, uh, what I will say is that. It's just another word for story, like people trying to section out what counts as a story in a game. If a game tries to tell a story, then it has a narrative point blank period. Like unless it's like a thing that's just fully mechanic heavy and there's no text or in, intention from the devs. To, like Tetris. To, yeah, sure. Like Tetris, yeah. right? Like Tetris does not try to tell you a story, does not have a narrative. Boom. 
all of these games definitely try to tell you something. So like, there mm -hmm. should be no question whether or not there's a narrative, whether or not you understand it is an entirely different thing. I feel like that's completely divorced from being, uh, uh being allowed, uh, you know, uh, to be allowed to be nominated for this category. Yeah. Um, and we'll, we'll probably get into that a little later, but I, I do think there's been a trend of a lot of games that have been following this from software formula where they, they try and get more and more vague with the way they tell their story because the way FromSoft has told their stories has worked for them mm -hmm. and they're really good at that. Other folks who are following suit maybe aren't as good. And so you end up with games that do feel sort of empty or hollow when they are trying to tell you something, but they're just kind of not telling you enough. Mm -hmm. It's funny that you mentioned hollow because I think one game that does it really well is Hollow Knight. I think like yeah, Hollow Knight, no, Hollow Knight is, is great at doing Yeah, it. yeah, and that's one of the I think that there's a, there's a lot of games that learn the wrong lessons from some from software games both in terms of their their method of storytelling as well as like their mechanics, like what makes a from software game good and it's not because it hard it hard and when you yeah. die you need to go get souls back like yeah, yeah. i mean the, the way they design their worlds per, like literally Incredible. tells the story to you as you're going through it too Incredible. like there's so much in there yeah and like i i i think the biggest thing that annoys me with like anytime this from software discourse comes up is like people just discount the games to being hard like casey said or you know like just the you know oh you have to go watch the the lore videos you know to get the story and to me that's just somebody that hasn't engaged with the games in a way that like they understand it. And so then they're like, well, it's, you know, it's just the, the cult of the from software fans. It's like, no, they, they play those games. Like the people that really get into those games, like I used to, you know, think the from software games were just hard for the sake of being hard. Now that I've played them a lot, I get it. And so I've come to respect those fans of like how deep they get into those games. And like, it amazes me the depth that these games have that you don't even see on the surface unless you really engage with it. And I think, you know, like, I think Gene Park had a point of, like, people trying to kind of gatekeep what counts as a narrative if you're only, you know, oh, I have to look up a lore video, so that doesn't count. Like, do your homework. <laughs> like, people make lore videos for all the stuff, for all the other games that are on this category, too. Yeah. Oh, there's absolutely. Like, there's like a shit ton of lore in Forbidden West. Like, you don't even get yeah. half the story unless you go read all the, the damn audio logs. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And, and, and another another thing kind of in the FromSoft favor is that oftentimes, like just like a, a good book, a good movie or whatever, people get different interpretations of what's being portrayed to them. So like these lore videos aren't necessarily spelling out the story. It's an it's an idea of what happened in the game. Mm -hmm. So like a different creator may have a different take or a different uh, resolution based mm -hmm. on other clues that are left by the developers. Yeah, if you watch like uh, you know Vati Vidya, we've mentioned is is uh, like one of the most famous uh, uh, you know Souls uh, content creators. Uh, not as prolific as uh, Nibelian, but still <laughs> prolific. Uh, and then you have people like Zuli the Witch. Like you know, you've heard like uh, you've heard if you watch any of the Elden Ring streams I did with Jack, like you heard him. Like he watches those videos. He like falls asleep to those videos. He probably doesn't. I don't think his wife would like that. But like I, you know, he watches those <laughs> videos all the time. Uh, and so like, and I, I, I find that interesting. There's an amazing like cottage industry. Like I love finishing one of their games and being like, what the fuck was this about? And, and watching some of these things and like Elden Ring, I would say I would put up with probably like Bloodborne and Sekiro as like the most 
conventional of their stories uh, in terms mm-hmm. of like I had the most. Yeah, it's a lot more straightforward than some yeah, than like a Souls sure. game or something, or like Demon Souls. Um, and uh, granted, I said the Sekiro won't, even though I've only watched Sekiro because, uh, like uh, Vampire Survivors, I'm gonna gatekeep and say it's a game for babies. <laughs> I said that in my stream last night. I don't think that made any sense. Saying that Sekiro is a game, it's too hard, so it's a game for babies. <laughs> Tough ass babies, man. There's yeah. there are absolutely some tough ass babies about there. I don't want to. Yeah, it, like I think it's just it's kind of what's annoyed me. You know, it's it's contained the Twitter. I, I guess it's on Reddit a little bit too. But just the the discourse around this is like people wanting to define Elden Ring or From Software games in a certain way without you know, like being qualified to do so. Like they've only played the games on the surface level. Kind of like I have, like, you know, in that sense, like, I would never claim I'm, an, I'm a Souls lore guy. I don't know shit about those stories. I, I played them as a surface level action adventure, you know, beat the boss kind of game. So, you know, having people and I totally get why Gene Park was getting super mad on Twitter because, like, people were snobbing him back. And it's like he's he's an expert on this stuff. Like, he has written articles on the lore of these games and they're telling him you're wrong. And it's like, also. <laughs> Everyone just get off Twitter. Everyone, Elon Musk, gonna <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna make it happen eventually. But hey, that's we're really, all it's gonna be sun. And we're talking we're, we're talking about a subject that kind of started the discourse on Twitter and the game boards in general. So it's relevant in this one. It is relevant in this one. Um, out of these five, what would you guys vote for best narrative? I haven't, I haven't, Dale, I haven't finished Ragnarok yet, but I have uh, I'm. Really, like you know, to segue into Ragnarok a little bit without any spoilers at all. I'm uh, really enjoying it. Uh, I love the way, and I wish more games kind of did it. Like how Ragnarok does it is, I don't have to go find scrolls and stuff for the lore. Like Mimir, it's just on your butt telling you the lore of the world, and I like that. And I want more of that. Every game it's needs a, a butt man. Every <laughs> game needs a butt. Every game should have a butt butt. Like a butt butt that just hangs out and tells you what's going on. It's a it's a yeah. it's a really good way that they've done it to get me invested in the world at large and not just the characters on screen. Like I understand the God's motivations and everything. I love that about it. Um, I, I, I think, you know, I, I haven't finished Ragnarok yet. If I had to vote right now, it'd be Requiem. I just, I really enjoyed that story. Uh, and just the cohesive experience that that was like, I, I, like I said, the first one. Uh, yeah, actually I do. I, th- I do think okay. it's better than the first one. Okay, fuck you for bringing that up again. But I think Ragnarok is probably going to end up edging it out if if, uh, if it holds holds through to the end. Uh, I I have only played two games on this list. Um, I am interested in checking out uh, a Plague Tale Requiem, um, but I very much don't give a shit about Horizon Forbidden. I, I don't know I feel, how I, I don't like know that how that's up there on such a, a huge pedestal. Like I did try the first one, and it's super average. The best thing about it was the story, to be fair. But like Marty was saying earlier, like it's super conventional. Like it's it's, it's not it, doing anything that new. Horizon so Forbidden West story bored absolutely bored me. I had no investment in that story at all. I really enjoyed the first game's story. This one I did not. It was just felt like a retread. I can't believe yeah, the so game that, was like, you will get to San Francisco at some point in this game. That, that's a city I, I love more than anything. And I got like an hour into the game. I was like, I don't care to go on the street. <laughs> which I, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Maybe it came out at a bad time. Well, it came out right so around I, Elden Ring, which is a bad time. 
Yeah, that's a bad time. <laughs> like it yeah. did last time. Yeah. I found the writing in Forbidden West just to be really, really boring. <laughs> just all the maybe it's just the way it was presented you know like all the talking character the characters that just talk at you and stuff i don't mm -hmm. know i really don't know it, it, like there's one of those big open world uh action cinematic games that just fills it with stuff like it's stuff mm -hmm. like it's, the more stuff you can put in the game the better it is right and people are just eating that up and uh, I, i'm sick of it damn it but no uh immor <laughs> immortality <laughs> immortality um I, I wish I liked that game more, but it it kind of it kind of. I want a second person who likes over. it here. <laughs> it, it screwed me over, like honestly, like the the way that game presented itself to me and the the path that led me down to its ending, which it did not present to me after eleven hours, <laughs> is unforgivable. Like I I can't turn around and be like, oh, it was great, even if I go and I haven't yet. But even if I go and watch like an explainer video that tells me the stuff that I missed because of you know the path that I went down, mm -hmm. um, I'm still going to be salty about the fact that it just wasn't the experience I had. So like I'd, uh, I'd never pick that for best narrative because because you can get a bad you can get a bad story from it. Like you imagine that you play a game, its ending is just the worst version of the story that they <laughs> clearly wanted you to get to. Like that that feels like bad design in terms of storytelling. <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, it's yeah, it's funny. It's it's yeah, you know, stories and everything in, in games like that are everyone. Everything's like to each their own. There are clearly a lot of people who did like Horizon. Um, it's just not us. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just I just um, don't like Aloy. Aloy in the first game was kind of a compelling character. And then I, I completely agree with Yahtzee's criticism of the second game. Like there just wasn't anything compelling about her. <laughs> in the second game like she's just yeah. kind of go fetch this and do this for me kind of character she has no agency really make me mm. a bicycle clown mm -hmm. um <laughs> yeah uh amy in the chat said i like forbidden west just nowhere near as much as the first one uh yeah i think that's probably i think inherently like sequels are hard to especially sequels in games like um a lot I of times it's, it's just more of the same you no, sequels in, sequels in games, especially the second one, are usually the definitive versions of games. Like we've said this is, multiple yeah, times. Uncharted, Mass Effect. Uh, yeah, like so for, for them to get what they got <clears throat> out of Forbidden West tells me like it's super formulaic. Like they did everything that they wanted to do the first time and they just had nothing left. Yeah, like, that, that's what that, that is just another game that might have been better as a linear experience. <laughs> Maybe, there's there's yeah. no pace like of the story or like anything. Making it bigger wasn't didn't add anything to it, right? Mm -mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the exploration's cool, but I mean, like it's, <laughs> you know, like I don't know. It, yeah, I, I agree with Snake in the Guard. The first one felt like it had a perfect ending. It did. Like it, it. I think a lot of I think a lot of sequels these days like try to do self-contained stories in their first act, and what worked in the past was like like if you think back to like Gears, the big bad isn't defeated until the third game. So, like, you have this overarching narrative across all three games leading up to something that you're, you know, waiting for that third game for. And, like, Horizon, Forbidden, uh, I mean, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn wrapped up its story in the first part. And then the second part is just adding onto it with almost the same thread again. Mm -hmm. You know, it just, that's why it really didn't work for me. But, you know, yeah. I don't know. Love, love the world, love the concept. It just, yeah, I think it was kind of novel the first time around, you know, big robotic dinosaurs and second time, like, yeah, I got to do a little bit more or have a really good narrative to pull me through it. I finished yeah, it. Nick, you weren't lying. Uh, Rab Adler is in chat just being 
bad negative about literally every Rab's game. Got some, Rab, Rab, so no opinions are wrong. Rab, you got some dog shit opinions. You said Horizon <laughs> was better than Elden Ring, which is straight up wrong. You said Gears was never good, which is crazy wrong. <laughs> like, like this, like it's no one. You can't be wrong with an opinion. You can't be wrong with an opinion. Except a bunch of your opinions. A bunch of your opinions that have not been, not been great. But that's fine. Oh, man. This Rev's, is... Rev's favorite game of this year was probably Gotham Knights. It's fine. Uh, I'm so I'm so excited. That's going to be my Christmas game. I have a feeling I'm going to get 20 minutes into it and be like, what have I done? <laughs> it's it's so cold outside and I can't leave. Um, yeah, my backlog has grown so quickly again. I'm annoyed. I'm actually annoyed. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to finish up God of War. I want to get to Mario Rabbids. Then you got, you know... <laughs> all these other games. I still want to play yeah. Somerville after a few patches come out because the art looks incredible. But Casey, your review hurt me sad. <laughs> I mean, st- you can still play it. Like it's only four hours, so you play yeah, through it, it, it goes by. It goes by pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, I was not a fan. I, I don't know if that's a transition or not. Um, <laughs> fuck it. Yeah, let's tra- let's transition to Somerville. Let's talk about stuff we have been playing. Uh, Casey, you reviewed Somerville. Um, uh, yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna toss your three MR. Right there. Um, what, what, what's what's the deal with Somerville and what do you think? Uh, well, as a lot of folks probably already know, Somerville is kind of a spin-off game from like the uh, Play Dead devs. Like one of the co-creators teamed up with, um, oh, I'm forgetting his name, Some, Chris Olsen? Chris Olsen, yeah. Chris Olsen. Um, and they made kind of another game in that same vein. It's a 2D puzzle platformer or sort of 2D. Like there actually are a bunch of... Uh, sort of three-dimensional sections where you can move around um, more space, but it's still very much the same concept. Like you're moving uh, objects, uh, you're manipulating physics, like you're pulling things, uh, but uh, you you play the uh, patriarch of this family unit. Um, you guys are hanging out in your family home and like a massive alien battle kind of just erupts in the skies above your home and so everything is like turning to shit like weird pillars are falling from the sky and you guys try to get the hell out of there uh but something crashes in your house and some weird alien soldier uh reaches out to you and gives you this ability that lets you manipulate um alien architecture so like there's all this new stuff all over the place and this new power lets you either turn it to a watery like substance or later on into like a solid substance so you're mm-hmm. you're pulling objects in the world you're manipulating that um that substance and you're just trying to get back to your family because like that explosion or that crash kind of separates you from them um so the the concept is very you know plain like there's nothing super interesting i should say like going on in in the story uh but at the very least i was still intrigued by just trying to find out kind of well are they are we going to learn more about this conflict are we going to learn more about these people and that kind of always felt like it was at arm's length and by the time you get to the end of the game uh which again is is fairly short which isn't a problem but just by the time you get to the end of the game they're they're taking you on such leaps of uh like ideological faith like all of a sudden like you're looking at like alien spaceships and people flying through the sky and like high tech equipment or creatures like and, and none of it's really explained in a in a in a way that makes sense you don't get satisfying stories for either the family side or the alien war side and it, it does it does that thing that a lot of uh indie games do where the ending is just this prolonged trip <laughs> like acid trip almost where like 
things are like really psychedelic. Things are happening, like stuff is disappearing in front of you. Like it just, yeah, it's like all for the sake of uh, just I, the, the, the best endings I can think that of try it to is look like, smart. Wank. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, it, it felt like it tried it's to just do not like, saying also want a space odyssey if you've ever seen that right. movie. Um, but and like it just, I just by that point. Um, and, and that stuff just kept going. Like it goes on for way longer than I think it should. But by that point, I was so done with whatever the game was trying to tell me. Like I had the, the slightest bit of interest in like, well, maybe I'll get like a big reveal at the end, but like it just never happens in any satisfying way. Um, so I, 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 even with that, I probably would have been like, it was okay. But the game was kind of buggy. Like it, it's kind of doesn't feel finished. And it's weird because of how long it's been in development, how short it is and kind of how, and I'm not a game dev, so I don't really want to like throw this sort of stone, but like, it, it doesn't seem like they're doing anything super complicated in terms of the gameplay that they have. Like all the puzzles are, are, are smart, but very simple. Like they're physics based. Like you, you pull a thing here, you, you pull a thing there, but like, I couldn't get this character to grab a doorknob. I couldn't get him to pull a lever with any regular uh, comfort. I couldn't get him to walk in <laughs> a path that felt comfortable because like they would force him to move so slow with actual danger trailing him. Like all you needed to do was make this character look scared or just make up a reason. Like, like maybe he hurt his leg and then I could get behind why he's moving so slow. But if you're, if this ominous light is chasing you and like things are like falling and getting destroyed behind you, why would you, like it just it just pull, totally pulls me out of the game. Yeah, like he's yeah. just moving so lazily. It, it makes me <sighs> makes me think of like uh, little it, little nightmares. <laughs> like you just walked at a slow speed away from some of these things. But at, but at least that slow speed nightmares. was consistent. No, you know? no, like, no. The, little little nightmares has like full on sprint sections to get away from some of these things. <laughs> Character. Well, yeah, it. it it yes. really annoyed me. Like I, I, it felt like my hand was physically hurting by trying to push the stick harder than it could go because like he just refused to listen. Like, and that's it's just not a comfortable yeah. experience. Yeah, it, but it's on uh, Game Pass, so you know you can try. You can try it. Yourself there you go. It's on Game Pass, and it's really short. Uh, yeah, I was able to put up with some more of its narrative bullshit. I think than you were, um, mm -hmm. which I don't. I don't think it was. You know, it was like uh, certain parts War of the Worlds and certain parts uh, yeah. yeah. two thousand one, but like it didn't really do. That much new it, the technical stuff did really bother me because there were so many things where i'd mentally solve a puzzle and then it would just be like all right let's just get this fucking guy to do the thing i need him to do <laughs> yeah like like um, i cannot tell you how long the section where you you like the guy comes to help you and he's reaching his hand out to you mm -hmm. it yep. took me so yep. long to get that to register like i i honestly thought like the, i can't finish the game like because this is just broken yeah, I don't know what the hell the trigger was that finally let that happen, but like that's insane that that launched like that. Yeah, it's a bummer because I did like the scenarios it puts you in, and I did like that it tells a story without like dialogue, without words, without narration. Like characters aren't talking. That you know, there's not like there's not words on the screen you're reading. You kind of got to piece stuff together. And there's moments that I really like where you kind of you have to like one of the scenarios is in this like uh, kind of abandoned music festival, almost like a Glastonbury. Uh, and so you got to like be hiding in porta potties while the alien tractor beam is coming towards you and then figure out how to sort of put lights back on the stage and stuff. And it was like these mm -hmm. cool set pieces. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Man, like, the... I, I agree. Like I, I felt like all the puzzles were smart. Like none of them were like super like obtuse. Like they made sense, like within the world, like in the stuff that they set up. So like, I was a fan of all of that. But like when you can't when you can't grab the yeah. thing that you need or move, like it just it really just 
yeah. moves everything else over. I feel like the main and like it has some similarities with like Inside and Limbo, but it felt more like I think they said their inspirations were like out of this world. If if anyone in chat remembers those games from the um, like early '90s, the Eric Chahi games, and so it almost felt like part of it felt like a point and click adventure, but then you had these movements where you needed to do like quick sudden movements to get away and the game just wasn't <laughs> built around that that's why monkey island doesn't have chase scenes where you're running away from things um sounds like they didn't do so, a whole lot of qa testing <laughs> yeah maybe that's a budget thing maybe yep, that's a sure size thing um yeah which is uh which is a tough thing uh and and uh yeah i learned the thing about like a game like inside is uh if i ever got stuck on a puzzle usually when i solved it i was like oh i was thinking about it wrong and it was never <laughs> I've solved this. Now let me go through the paces to try to fucking get my guy to do the thing I want him to do because the game seems to be actively working against me. Uh, Spaz, yeah, out of this world and another world, I believe they're called different things in Europe and in America, but both the same game. Uh, so yeah, it's on. If you like little nightmares or if you like uh, the the limbo inside games and you're willing to put up with some jank or that jank that they'll maybe hopefully patch out like nick said um I think it's possible game pass. yeah that's yeah. what i'm gonna just wait for a couple quality of life updates and probably be ready to go nothing nothing yeah. that i saw in the review video looked like it was unfixable so oh no no i think it seems like I, they just I, need I to think... open like the the trigger boxes and stuff like that a bit more and make sure you don't fall through the level because i saw some of that <laughs> just keep me in the level please <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, what else do we even play? Nick, you mentioned uh, God of War Ragnarok. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat where I don't want to talk anything specific with anyone because I don't want to spoil any of the story. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I'm past you now because I played yeah, three yeah. or four hours last night. So Yeah, uh, um, I we'll played play. three or four hours of Sonic the Hedgehog last night. Mm, boy. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm really enjoying God of War Ragnarok. I, like, I fully agree it's more God of War, um, but I was fine with that. Like, I love 2018, so... Uh, all I really wanted was to finish up the story and it's kind of given me that and also like a lot more envir environment variety that I'm happy mm -hmm. about um, yeah. and like the level design is a lot better uh, I kind of wish the climbing sections were a bit more puzzly than they are because they're just kind of on the ropes stuff or ghost train ride as Yossi would put it um, mm. they we can't give that man more power. <laughs> he has too much power. The, we can't uh, use his made-up terms. And the combat, the combat is also more fluid than 2018, which uh, I'm happy with. It's still like a little bit too much. I don't know. Like it just doesn't work for me in the perspective. Like when you hit a guy up in the air and you're like kind of juggling it, it makes the combat feel not as like meaty as it should be. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, it, whatever. It's. Uh, I mean, it it does that thing, uh, kind of like Mario Galaxy Two, where. Mario Galaxy 2 just kind of picks up where the first one leaves off with all of the powers and things you've learned. And this does the same thing. And it's nice that, like, I guess, spoilers for 2018, you have the Blades of Chaos right at the start of this game. So, like, you have the full suite of combat options in this game that, um, you know, you didn't have until the, the probably the last act. And do so. they build on top of that in this? Or is it kind of like, you have the suite, go. There's too, many, there's too many menus. What do we do? Why are there yeah. so many menus? Uh, oh there, my there, God. Is a, there is a button to auto-equip auto things. And I clicked that, and I forgot about it, and I, I've been happy. <laughs> there's <laughs> a button to auto I can make a man go through the menus for me? Yeah. If you, if you When you go back to the, the shop, you can do auto-equip so it equips your best gear. Yeah. Did um, that. 
did that. I, I go in and spend my money on upgrades without even thinking about it. I, you know, look at the the combat maneuver buttons, and then I'm I'm out. I'm out of the menu. I like that every time I go to the shop, that one the one dwarf who's there is just really mean. He's like, "Goes up, fucker, you know, boss armor." And I'm like, "I need more like shop owners who just belittle me when I go to yeah. the store." Uh, um, but yeah, the the writing the writing's been really good. I, I made a tweet the other day uh, that some people call me out for a little bit. Was uh, it was like, well the writing doesn't sound very godlike it's kind of written because like right right at the start of the game it's not a spoiler at all but like right at the start of the game you meet a character and like the line that just stuck out to me is like you get me and i was like that doesn't sound like something like a old norse god would say but sure <laughs> they talk very modern for the I setting than, like, the greek gods though like, the greek gods they, they, they are different and like yeah, yeah. i it, just tonal tonally a little a little weird for me like it's just having played the original god of war games a ton but I, I don't. I don't know if there's a. If there's a. a I don't. I don't. That a god should sound. I, I, I don't I know like what that's it is. A weird I know. Character. I know. It's, it's a. a no, I'm not dying on any <laughs> hill. I just. I don't know. Maybe I've just been like really. Uh, noticing like it's, it's their take on it, right? It so, is. It is. Yeah. So if they sound modern, that's. And honestly, compared to like the God of War gods, it makes it makes sense that they would do that because they're more hickish. Yeah, like, and I feel like that's, that was what, that was that's made like were. 2018 game, right? Yeah, that's what people were telling. Like, me. Like, oh, you're from you're from where those guys are, those snobs over there. So like, it <laughs> yeah. makes sense that they would How do you think our god would sound like? Like our god, our god, our god. I don't like an god, awesome god. but as in like the the Christian god, the Midwestern vo- accent. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, we, already, we all know the answer to this. It's Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan Freeman finally voices his first game. I don't know. We're, we're no, going to find I, out. He probably did like a Bruce Almighty PS2 game. We're going to we're going to find out. And I am Jesus Christ. That new game that was announced. Oh man! <laughs> Please tell me we get. We are absolutely going to. We are absolutely going to three more that. Do you think Yahtzee's "I Am Jesus Christ" CP would be? Oh my God! I think it would be. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> He's, oh, I'm man. absolutely gonna make him review that when it comes out. Uh, uh, Tyrell says your God isn't from America. Jokes on you. I don't have a God. <laughs> yeah, my God's not from anywhere. Yeah, uh, but anyway, uh, overall, very much enjoying the game. I'm looking forward to getting back to it right after this podcast. Uh, and then I have been playing a lot of Halo Infinite. Onik. Oh yeah, that got like it. it finally got like it's a big it's update. updates. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe the only thing they needed to fix for me to like really be into it was um, the the melee melee attacks. Where you know uh, when you were playing before, like a lot of times you'd miss. Uh, I know you played a bunch of Halo Infinite, Casey, but remember how in like Halo Three and Halo Reach, like if you had the targeter on the character, like you lunge forward a little bit to hit them. Yeah, it would and like then, kind of magnetize you towards them or whatever. And Infinite didn't have that like at launch and everybody hated it. Uh, so they've added that in. So the combat just flows a lot better oh, just for the, si- the the mere fact that's in now. Uh, and it's not like super magnetic. It's just magnetic enough that like if you line mm. up the hit, you're going to get it. Um, fortunately, I haven't got yeah, to try out. Melee is super important in that game. So yeah, for them to mm-hmm. kind of change the feel of it definitely would rub a bunch of people the wrong way yeah the only the only thing i really wish i'd get away from there's two things i wish i'd get away from uh i'm gonna write an article about you know um one of them which is 343 needs to get the fuck away from just doing industrial maps i want stuff like Snowblind. i want stuff like battle creek i want like more oh, yeah. natural 
maps. I'm sick of like these inside corridors and shit. It's, I don't know what it is with 343. They fucking love their Forerunner architecture, and I hate it. <laughs> it's so annoying. I mean, they're probably good at it. They're just doing what they, what they know. <laughs> they're not good at it. They've made a couple of good... Like, there's only like three maps in the Infinite that I like, and the rest are like, I'm getting shot from who the fuck knows where every time. It's so annoying. It, like, uh, I feel like I, I get shot a, in the back every time I play that game. I got to... I'm not just bringing up Sonic because I do that. I got to, in in one of the levels of Sonic. There's a part sort of off the. It's if you go there, like you're pretty much just gonna fall to your death. But it has those like hexagonal gray pillars that are all next to each other. Mm-hmm. Is that yeah. a thing from not Halo? <laughs> because I got to those and I'm like, this well, is no. just all the shit from Halo Info. Or is that like the easy? Do they use the same engine? And it's just like, well, if you gotta put <laughs> some out of bound shit, the, put a bunch of those gray, gray pillars <laughs> in the background. Because I, I got know. to it, and I'm like, are these supposed to be like a thing? And then, uh, yeah, I haven't gotten to mess with Forge yet in Halo, uh, just because they're, they need to get the custom game browser in there ASAP. That needs to come within the next month or two at, at the latest, or otherwise people are going to start getting mad again. Because, like, right now there's Forge, and the only way you can play it is with your friends or, you know, in custom games and stuff. There's no, like, matchmaker just to play new maps with Forge, and their larger oh, plan is to take community-made maps, basically have the 343 team go through, polish them up, help them out a little bit, and then put them in the playlist if they're good enough. Um, so there's going to be a lot of content coming. And like, if you check out like the Halo subreddit, like some of the creations are incredible that people are already doing. Uh, so I, I'm super excited for it. Like the things that people have made. Like I saw a, like a whole World War One trench map that looks really cool. There's like a, there's like literally like a, a, a uh, uh what's that groundhog game like the arcade game whack-a-mole, whack-a-mole. whack-a-mole. yeah there's literally a whack-a-mole map where you're in holes with snipers popping up trying to poot shoot everybody's head <laughs> uh and then people are like already remaking a lot of the classic halo maps so like that's going to speed up that a lot getting a lot of those classic halo maps back into rotation um and like people they're going to be adding assets and one of the coolest thing is that people can just create prefabs of objects and then upload it so like people have created like these like whole bases and stuff that you can just pull out as a prefab and put it into your map. So like the, the collaboration, a lot of these things is going to result in some really incredible maps down the line, Uh, especially now in this live service environment. That's what excites me the most about forge is that they're just going to keep building on it. So it's going to keep getting better. Do you think like they're going to have the infrastructure for, I know you talked about like kind of wanting to write that, but like, do, do 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 any games manage to do the like this is how we bubble like uh uh UGC up to the top like here the here are the good maps like highlighted maps of the week or something that's always something that felt like from games like Little Big Planet or even Mario Maker like the things keeping it behind was like in order to find that shit you have to be like real far no like, they, like, oh, they already the yeah they already do it they have a they have a whole content browser that like highlights the most active maps of the week and stuff so okay that's good yeah. Uh, and usually, and usually, like when um, like Ford and stuff gets popular, like there's always there's like if you go on Reddit, like there's gonna be a list that somebody made, like this giant Excel list of like all the bo- most popular game modes and maps and stuff. You just pull from it and download it to your browser, and you're done. Okay, that's cool. So. Yeah, I hope. Uh, I know we we were saying two years ago and a year ago, Jesus, it's only been a year. <laughs> yeah. When Halo Infinite came out, that like it has the uh, you know it has the bones, like mm-hmm. and the bones are the 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 bones are their money. Uh, and, and so it was able to put the flesh around it and, and uh, hopefully it's not too little too late. 
No, the reaction of this winter update has been really positive from everything that I've seen. Um, personally, I'm just waiting yeah, for the story. Yeah, I'm personally yeah. just waiting for the story expansions now. <laughs> and I, like all, they, I think all they need to do now is just more maps. Like that's really all it needs, and then more game modes. You know, now that they've got custom hey, games. Heard you fixed. like Forerunner architecture? That's my Oh God, I can't. I I hated every single map that existed in Halo Five. There was no map in that game that I liked. None. Sad. Zero. The Forge maps are all ugly as fuck. <laughs> Bummer. Uh, also, apparently, basalt uh, lava pillars are real. They're just mm. a real thing. So oh, that thing just I float thought in Halo sky? created. The thing I thought Halo created and Sonic stole from is just a real thing. Apparently in Iceland. So, Nick, you should have talked me out of that one. Do they float in the sky? No, they don't float in the sky. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Magnetized on the bottom. and. <laughs> <laughs> a whole other planet yeah apparently I, exactly. yeah, I went i went to a hot spring so it was like another planet yeah that trip seems like it was like another planet i love it um I'm going, to go back. I'm going back september oh that's next year yeah yeah september already oh passed. my god that'll only be a few months before we hear more about dokovi <laughs> what if there's a dokovi trailer at the game awards no god get the sonic that's probably why they delayed yeah, it now for the last two years right <laughs> Uh, it was never the Game Award. I think it was the... Was it? Summer Games? Who the fuck knows? I feel like it was like a year and a half ago that we got Dokovi. I thought it was like at the, one of the last... Yeah. I thought it was like a PlayStation showcase last was, year. No. It was definitely... I feel like... Or Xbox I feel about this being Game Awards. Because no, I, I, was, I remember Jeff Keighley uh, being like... Announcing it the second time, so like, hey, you guys remember Dokovi? That had a weird, fun reaction, right? They're and then back, they had like the, you know. they have like the weird, yeah, music it was just, oh, yeah. Yeah, so like oh, a yeah. dumb music video that everyone was like, that's not yeah. what I wanted from this. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that was last year. Uh, fucking Mr. Black Dark is not Togepi. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ban you. I'm gonna ban you. <laughs> that fucking egg Pokemon again. Uh, yeah. So aside from those, I mentioned uh, uh, I played a little bit of Pentiment. I haven't played enough to actually dig into it, but um, that's the new. Game from Obsidian and Josh Sawyer, uh, getting really crazy, crazy good reviews. Like a bunch of tens across the board. Um, and like I mentioned, it's kind of a point and click adventure um, Renaissance murder mystery. It seems like so far. I haven't got to the murder yet, but we'll see. Um, I, I'm not far enough in to have a, a thought on it yet. So um, next week, do you, do you know I how lengthy it is as a as a game? I don't. I'm assuming. I, I'm it was, I, thought, I yeah, I heard it was eight to ten hours. Well, that's a lot longer than I would have suspected. Oh. Well, technically, it is. It's their only first-party game of the fall, so Microsoft needs yeah. something. Uh, yeah, I did. So. I did notice that like the, there was a graphic from the game where it was like most nominations, and Xbox wasn't even like didn't even have like three nominations. Yeah, like, they, I don't, I'm actually surprised something. Grounded wasn't up there for anything. But uh, Xbox has never been. They said uh, Xbox has never been nominated for a game of the year. An Xbox game has never been nominated for a game of the year. That, I mean, that checks out. They've been in the in the uh, Game Awards lifetime, yeah, yeah. Like they've been uh, yeah. flubbing for quite a. They've while. been flubbing. They've been flubbing. Next year's the year, though. Gears of Gears, Gears Five wasn't farm. nominated. No, not for Game of the Year, which kind of sucks. I would have put it. There. I would have put it there too. Yeah, I like Gears Five. In, in what category? Game of the game Year. Of the, year. Like the, the best game of the one year. One of the five. Yeah. One of the five, because that was like, what else was that year? Was that like Death Stranding, Control? That was uh, probably like Red Dead, Hexton, Breath of the Wild type year is my guess no that wasn't 2017 it was like 2019 i think yeah it's 2019 yeah 2019 okay uh, yeah so that would have been yeah it would have been controlled death stranding jedi fallen order 
Hex and Jets. Oh, it, definitely should a, been, it definitely should have been nominated yeah. in that. He's in the chat and said, "Oh, he went to Iceland and like this were this were Eve is made." Well, good news for you is I went to Iceland to make an Eve documentary. <laughs> so yes, I did go to say so, yes. That's where that's where Eve is made. Look at that! Look at that. Did they make it? But they didn't show you the pillars. No, that, that's that's a round two trip. I got to go north for that. You got to yeah. get close to the 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 North Pole. No, I don't go up there. I can't, I'm not allowed. Is there that what anymore. it is? I know you're not allowed there. Okay, I don't like the way you said that. I'm allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that. You're going to make it sound like I actually did something there. The weebs go uh, south. The weebs, the weebs, the weebs, the weebs go, go south. south for the winter. <laughs> it's too cold. I don't know what that means, but it sounds right. Reb Adler, you have the means. worst opinions in our chat that I've seen in a long time. Just so you know. <laughs> I think I think Rabbit's is trolling at this point. I think, do think you are trolling. I appreciate it. Game respect game. Uh... I, uh, I've i probably talked enough about Sonic Frontiers. I, I, I think I think it might be bad, but I really do like it. Like, I genuinely <laughs> like it. Um, I'm, I'm having a really good time. I think the sense of movement feels really good when it sort of opens up and lets you cook. And I like the sad, weird melding of a bunch of shit. Like, it'll oscillate from, like, ping-ponging between feeling like Mario Odyssey, feeling like Death Stranding, feeling like, like Evangelion, feeling like Shadow of the Colossus. It's, like, a very strange thing. Nier Automata... Breath of the Wild, it's just weird. I don't I don't understand what their goal was other than to make a game with a bunch of shit that I like in it. Um and I you, hope you played you played a bunch of the Sonic games to try I played and two for of this. them. And, well, uh, my goal was to play. That's one. enough. That's I enough. Like you, you play like the old school two D Sonic. Right? I played Adventure One and Two. Those are like the probably the two most below. But prior to that, you played like Sonic but one, all the two D two and three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I, f- I really feel like this was trying to combine all of those things into one game with the Breath of the Wild type stuff. So, like, if you like those, I can imagine you would like this because this is very much just doing the same thing, but just weirdly in an open world. Yeah, yeah. And so I think that's why I am like it. And they kind of they nailed the chaotic feeling of Sonic um, in the 3D portions. When it switches to 2D, I think it feels kind of awful. <laughs> um which those, games are bad. Like that, those, those games are bad. Like that's those games have always been bad. Good. So, about that. Um, but uh, yeah, I really hope they use this as a uh, as a building block because I I do think I don't think it could be a sequel on the level of the like Assassin's Creed two Uncharted twos that we were talking about earlier. Uh, but I I do Just think slightly more like, more coherent. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Things I load think in on time. <laughs> Everyone's talking about the maybe poppin'. on the, maybe that's on the PS six. Everyone's talking about the pop. The poppin's fine. Poppin's fine. When, when are you, if you're complaining about poppin, what are we doing? My game was legit kind of chugging when yeah, I played. That's what you're playing on a, baby, on a baby PC for taxes. <laughs> playing the Xbox Series X. Microsoft. I wish I had it on. I wish I had it on Xbox, but it was definitely chugging on PC. And my PC is not <laughs> a hey, baby. For Christmas, let's get machine. Casey a copy of it on Xbox. Give him a Switch copy. If you want to see something pop oh, in, no. I feel oh, like no. the Switch would melt. You know what? You know what they need to do next. Oh, God. Uh, they need to do Sonic Universe, and he just runs between planets on their No Man's Sky level of infinitely procedurally generated planets with Maybe that's what, remember how Sega said they're making a quadruple-A game? Oh, Jesus. That's what it is. Sonic <laughs> Universe. Gotta go fight. Gotta go so fast. It's I, gonna I put your console on fire. Yeah, gotta go so fast. Um, yeah, that's exciting, because we were, t- I mean, we were talking about, like, backlogs filling up, and, and there's there's no time to sleep, because uh, we got Pokemon on Friday. You getting Pokemon, Nick? You be, you gonna take the dummy plunge with me and buy Pokemon? Yeah. Dummy plunge. Dummy plunge. Uh, Casey, you <laughs> I'm buying both. I'm only buying one. 
Well, I'm not buying, buying both. I thought you were buying that double pack. No. I, it is insane to me that the double pack is the third best selling game on Switch right now. <laughs> it's one of them. Like, great, the great deal. It's $120. Great deal. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. What are you doing? It's insane. Casey, we're voting with our wallet. Yeah. We're voting bad. We're voting wrong, but we're voting with our wallet. I, I don't I don't want to support this anymore. Nintendo is abusing this generation. <laughs> Nintendo has abused a, every generation. <laughs> Nintendo has abused every generation. If he's being, if he's, ever, ever since Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo was the last time they were nice. GameCube. I, 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 game 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 I really do. <laughs> They're just not. This I, is gonna be this is gonna I, be, this gonna be the Pokemon. This is gonna be the Pokemon game that does it. I've just come to the realization. I want to hear that. Like, if you guys come back and say, like, "Hey, this is way different <laughs> than all the Pokemon have come before. Like, it's it's letting you do this. It's so fun." And blah, blah, blah. I'll I'll absolutely get it because I wish. Pokemon finally, was I have a mon experience. who can turn into a motorcycle. Which know. one has had a monster that turns into a motorcycle? I'm mostly annoyed. I'm mostly annoyed that they don't have the catching mechanics that Acreus had. Yeah, Arceus. Arceus. We're gonna have to wait like yeah. another step, I guess, right? Because this was a game that was done by. What the A team, and then like Arceus was a, a B team. I think Arceus is like the actual A team now. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, I don't. I don't actually know how that works. Um, I imagine this was like the Sword and Shield team. Yeah, and it that was. the Arceus team was mm-hmm. a new team. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't know if like one's. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess we'll see which which one sells better, and then go from there. <laughs> the mechanics that they want to keep in. Yeah, unless they have, you know, or they're just like, well, we'll do three different. Uh, but the, uh, the whole running up to the Pokemon to start a battle to catch it thing is like that's a step backwards in my opinion. I'm already re- dreading playing it, which maybe means yeah. I shouldn't buy it. <laughs> Probably. It's gonna sit on my shelf for a while. Um, the, <laughs> I heard they got rid of the line of sight battles, so like at the very least, you won't get like sucked into a fight just by crossing some some young child in a, in a grassy field <laughs> <laughs> by someone mean mugging you. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of uh, like that. It kind of forced me into doing doing it because now if I have the option, I'm probably going to skip a lot of stuff. You have a weak ass Pokemon when you get to the Elite Four. You. Yeah, yeah. You get the Elite Four, they're going to fucking bury you. Nah. You're never going to become Ash Ketchum. I, it's going to take you more than 20 years. Yeah, I, I don't know. The last the last Pokemon game I truly loved was Emerald, just because Rayquaza is dope and the Regis were dope. Rayquaza is dope. And they haven't the had last, it. I think and now, the they, and now they have a fucking legendary Pokemon that looks like a stupid motorcycle. And I'm like, what are you doing? Hell yeah. Give Dude, me cool dragon great. stuff. Makoto, Makoto's got a motorcycle in Persona 5, and she's fucking sick. She's queen. Is it a dragon, though? Uh, No, it's like a, it's Joan of Arc. <laughs> 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 it's Joan of Arc in motorcycle form. I do, I do want to I do want to go back and try Temtem just to see what the difference is. I know Casey wasn't super hot on it, but it's. The thing is, it's good, but it's just as good as Pokemon. And if you don't like, if you're tired of Pokemon, you will be tired of Tentem. That's how I feel about it. I don't know. To be honest, I'm not even sure if I. I don't think I like Pokemon. <laughs> I think I like Pokemon Go. Do you like giving Nintendo like your Pokemon money? Snap. I think I like Pokemon Go and I like Pokemon Snap. And I think those might be the only Pokemon games that I like. <laughs> And I'm starting to think I need to stop buying these games, yeah, uh, but that's not going to happen. I might just start watching the the show again because, like that, I, I watched like that final fight from. It was so uh, fucking cool! It was so good, and like I've I've seen other like random uh, like big battles from like the the Pokemon anime recently, and like those are animated so much better than they used to be. Like mm-hmm. those fights actually have stakes and like uh, special effects and just like real awesome. They're like really awesome set pieces. I don't know. I might start watching Pokemon, and that'll, that'll yeah. be my Pokemon fix because the games are not it. <laughs> be good. I'll go back to play, dude. I have an opened Pokemon Go 
since Marvel Snap. I'm this also still playing Marvel Snap. Only room for <laughs> one game on your phone. I've opened it every day for four years. And then Marvel Snap, like that's how quickly I cheated on it. It's not like how quickly like, someone else came along and I was like, oh, bye. Ooh. Um, yeah. Um, it's, oh, it's not, it's not great. It's what, not great. what, uh, what collection level are you now? Uh, I'm close. I think I'm 815. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I'm only I'm it's all, not good. I'm not proud. I'm not proud of it. How, I, wish, I wish I could just tell you I was like 15, but I'm not. You spend, are you spending um, more money, Marty? No, just season passes. Okay. <laughs> How are you getting battle pass rewards that quick? Do you like stockpile all your gold? Uh, I use my gold. I, I haven't bought anything with gold other than new new uh, goals, yeah. new challenges. Um, yeah, I, I, and was, then, I was uh, pretty mad in my cash the other day. It gave me fifteen gold. I was like, "What the fuck am I gonna do with that?" Yeah, it's a, <laughs> it's real annoying. Yeah, sometimes those things. I'm like, "New card, new card," and then it's just like, "Here's some boosters." Like, Here's ten boosters. boosters. Yeah. Out of here. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like, we're, like we're, we're listening to <laughs> drug addicts talk about yeah. their yeah. <laughs> Again, I think uh, Rab, the season pass is not required. Uh, we talked about this last week. Nick and I are dumb, and we bought the season pass because we're dumb. It's not dumb. I've gotten a lot of enjoyment out of it. If you I, like yeah. the artist. Yeah, if you're it's, it's, fun. Not, it's not a game that's constantly yeah. pushing me to spend money, so I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I exactly. got, it I'm just, I have fun playing it. Like, it puts me to sleep at night. I've been enjoying it at night. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not a good thing to fall asleep when you're in the middle of a match, but, you know, that happens sometimes. No, and, like, you might have narcolepsy at that point because those matches are, like, three <laughs> minutes long. Like, what's you can't wait till the end of that? No. <laughs> you're just, like, staring at it. It falls on your face. Um yeah, and then we have a bunch of a bunch of more games. The rest. I want to I want to play Tactics Ogre. Maybe that'll be my winter game as well as uh, after I realize uh, Gotham Knights is bad. Uh, the Front Mission <laughs> uh, remakes coming out. Soccer Story just got revealed uh, coming to Game Pass in a few weeks, which um, looks kind of like Dodgeball Academia slash Golf Story, but about soccer. It's like a soccer RPG coming. To everything it looks really great. Uh, then next month we got Close to Protocol, Marvel's Midnight Sun, uh, Dragon Quest Tre- Treasures, which I'm super excited for. Need for Speed um, Unbound, Need for Speed Need Unbound, for Speed Callisto Unbound. Protocol, and Midnight Sun all release on the same day. All come out on the same day. Yeah, Bound. and then it's like uh, December 13th. You got uh, Crisis Core and uh, High on Life. God, I keep forgetting that Crisis Core is coming out this year too. Yeah, you think that'll, you, you think that'll get delayed? You last minute? don't know what it's like to to live the life of Zach. Let me tell you, Zach goes through some yeah, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm like, all oh, in. I'm all in on Final Fantasy after the re- after the seven remake. I love that. Yes, one of us, one of yeah. us. But I, yeah, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I want to finish God of War because I want to get to. I really want to get to Sparks of Hope, and then I've got Bayonetta three. But I wasn't too uh, too impressed with it on Pussy P today. It just got these bad, but. <laughs> wow i'm kidding <laughs> wow doesn't sound like you're kidding hey he said uh, he was bad at action games <laughs> uh yeah i'm not I played what naked angel mode naive angel mode it's a real one uh i have no desire to i thought that was just like a a gratuity filter is it that is. like a difficulty a, level? no it's just a censored version of the game <laughs> I should know that because I literally not only commissioned a piece, but I also edited yeah. it. So I should probably know that. <laughs> I learned about it from that piece. But like I said, I just erased everything. She was never, um, like, I don't even know what that was. She was never even fully naked anyway. <laughs> it's always been no, obscured. But, you know. Yeah, but if you got like a seven year old, I guess seven year old, you want to see her I guess you can't be seeing no belly buttons anymore. I think it's more about, it's more than the belly buttons. What are you talking about? She's always, her hair always goes away and she's always, she's, she's, 
it covers up everything. Like you see your ass a little bit. <laughs> yeah, and no, in some religions we can't show the ass. Yeah. <laughs> My God doesn't let us see the ass. Um, do we want to go back gods. to God, Sonic? Sonic loves the booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Sonic is, Sonic is all horned up with nowhere to go. Marty would know best with his fanfics. Sonic is young, dumb, and full of cum. Uh, do we want to go over these last couple? <laughs> I mean, you're going into the void for that one. <laughs> oh man. You go bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? Still, oh my god! Still laughing over there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, uh, ben Katz is my audio on. Am yeah. I actually talking? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Ben Katz, we, we, spin him up. Oh, you're like wait, we got a couple others we got to do. Uh, oh, I'm gone. That was the top of my list. Tasker Merrifield, met a member for seven months in a row, and really says categories should be more than one word descriptions. They are. They have whole descriptions along with the categories on the Game Awards nominations. Uh, that is true. If you click, if you click into them, uh, there's, oh, yeah, also there's a like lot multiple of clicks. Like the website is trash. So <laughs> uh, the website's not good. The uh, I, I think another problem is that like Yahtzee's talked about this. This is why he does the whole Ghost Train rides and Spectacle Fighters and stuff. Is because we a lot of times adhere to the same genre names we had in the 80s and 90s, and this medium changes so quickly that there's we need to keep coming up with new stuff and we don't come up with new stuff. And that's why we just compare everything to other games like Souls likes. Um, and so, yeah, I don't, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's why, like what's the difference between action and action adventure and why is Sifu a fighting game and an action game? Like all this stuff's kind of dumb. Like mm. I think in action, like call of duty was an action game. Cause there weren't enough shooters to be in best shooter. So like call of duty is going up against like Bayonetta and like, Sifu and really? Like, so different, it's so weird. And like the Ninja Turtles game, and I'm like, what is happening? Why aren't um, there enough shooters? Yeah, there's plenty of shooters. There's like a billion and one retro shooters. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Like Fashion Police Squad could have been up there this year. You didn't even play that. Yahtzee did. He liked it. You said Yahtzee's bad at Bayonetta, though. <laughs> that's My an, argument that's, doesn't that that's an action game. game. Wait, now so is I don't fucking know. <laughs> would um, it would it have been weird? To have only Call of Duty in a category by itself for best shooter, like they could have just been like, "Well, it's the best shooter." What else are you gonna put up there? Battlefield twenty forty two. They could just put nothing because there are no other shooters that would get nominated. What else? What else came out? Ghostwire Tokyo. Like it's weird that they would uh, stub it. It's a finger pointer. Another category. Ghostwire Tokyo is a finger pointer. (laughs) That didn't get any nominations. Let me tell you, that game had that game had uh, wonderful art direction. Yep, Pokemon came out. Acreus came out this year. Got no nominations, right? Yeah, it did. It got nominated for best RPG and best family game. Best RPG. It got two nominations. See, I don't even know what an RPG is anymore. Everything's an RPG. RPG. God of War is technically an RPG because it's it's menu skill system bullshit. So many goddamn menus that I just want to leave. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Somebody played Dune Spice Wars. That, that was nominated for Sim Strategy. People, I swear to God, that, did like not, that, that did not actually come out. I think that I thought that was only trailers. But it's in yeah. our account. Yeah, it came <laughs> out. Uh, Beastmarsh twenty two hours says the editor was edited. Question mark. Who watches the Watchmen? Yeah. The funny thing about when I tried to edit you, that was during the narration thing, is I couldn't think of the word. 
narrator correct no i couldn't oh. think of the word correct oh you don't you just, I kept, you just I, I you're so of, adverse like, to saying i was correct about something i get it yeah, that's fine no i was i was so adverse to saying i don't like correcting <laughs> you and being like an well actually but i couldn't <laughs> think of the word correct so i kind of just kept stuttering and i'm like well this is a bad way to correct someone when you can't <laughs> well, think well, of the word well, correct. well well actually yeah. <laughs> and then now we're at ben cats has been a member for seven months in a row in early access says Elden Ring's use of Gnostic and alchemical themes is great. You tried to sound very smart there. Uh, no, I, the, the Gnostic, <laughs> I don't get the alchemical stuff, but Gnostic themes, uh, yeah, I, I think it works pretty well. Also, if you like Gnostic themes, play the Xenogears games, the Xenosaga games, and play the SMT games. What is a Gnostic theme? Uh, oh, I'm it's like a know, Gnosticism. It's like some old ass fucking monsters and religions and shit. I don't know. It's just a bunch of, it's like weeb Christianity. What? I thought Elden Ring is based on a bunch of Celtic lore. Uh, Elden, uh, well, uh, Elden Ring, I feel like is, is based on a little bit of everything. Okay. It does have a lot of the, the like the Gaelic terms though, like the Shefer River. I learned how to say shit in Gaelic. Nice. Yeah. Props. Mm, King Dead Forty Two donated two dollars. Says Horizon Zero Dawn should have spun off into a Monster Hunter like. I mean, that literally might be what. Because aren't there like a shit ton of those games in development now? Yeah, they're there's making a, the a Horizon MMO. Three, an MMO, a VR game, uh, supposedly a remake of the first game, which we don't need to do. At all. Sony's Sony's yeah. sniffing their own farts again. Yeah. Although like Monster Hunter is like the new ish, like everyone everyone's excited for that. You got uh, what's what's their name? Uh, Wild 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 Hearts. Wild Heart. Wild Hearts. Wild Hearts. Wild Heart. Wild Heart. I don't know which name it is, but Wild that Hearts. that one looks cool. That's coming out. Um, that does like, that looks March. really good actually. Like, I'm, sick, I'm yeah. kind of super excited for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Archie McGiach, member in a row for two months in a row in early access, says, "Does the award need to exist? Why not just poll? The awards need to exist because it's a marketing event." Yeah, that's I mean, it. If it's just a poll. Then it's just what an article that a bunch of people <laughs> yeah. click on. Like, yeah, we can run a poll. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I, I still well, I'm like it's, still... it's pageantry. We get to talk and argue about shit yeah, that like, doesn't matter. Like we said at the very beginning of the podcast, I don't even give a shit about the awards anymore. I'm just there for the games, the new games at this point. That's all I care about because they don't care about the awards either. <laughs> they they spend two seconds on them. Well, I mean, why bother? Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> you got the dice awards for that, but I mean, like, you know, people, people, and my, myself included, people ask, like, you know, who's actually going to show up to watch an award show? Well, the dice awards and the GDC awards exist, and nobody cares to watch those when they're actually presented real awards. <laughs> so, whatever. I mean, is it is it better to half ass than no ass? If I had to choose, no, no ass, no ass. ass. For you. <laughs> and if I got a film for you, it's Super Mario Brothers. Come to the yeah. <laughs> that movie's got no <laughs> Oh yeah, Tiny Tina Wonderlands was an FPS that came out this year. Was nominated for nothing. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> it's was February. That was or March. That was March. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Dying Light Two was this year. Yeah. yeah. You know what else was this year? Uh, sorry, Casey. I cannot believe Rainbow Six Extraction was this year. Oh yeah, that was. And that came out in the year of our Lord 2022. I cannot. I refuse to believe Rainbow that. Six extraction. You know what game? Yeah. You know what game was actually probably snubbed for awards. I don't know if it was up there or not. But well, wait, did Chivalry Two come out this year? Or was that last year too? That I, think like that, I feel like ago. last year. Uh, like a long time ago. I'm too lazy to look it yeah, up. Yeah, I feel like that was a while ago. Ah, my screen's changed. Uh, uh, Archie McGiach, twenty-five dollars. 
to basically say the same thing they said in their member chat. So thanks, thanks for the money. Do the awards need to exist? Do players really care? Why not just poll? That's uh, a $5 but, poll. <laughs> I think players do care. Like this thing gets millions and millions of... They're there for the games, though. That's Oops. not what they're there. They're no millions and millions of people are not there to watch the awards. <laughs> they're I because do- I bet there's dozens. Of people. <laughs> there's there's also, you. <laughs> also, the game. There's dozens of us. Uh, <laughs> the games that win Game of the Year are usually pretty good. They usually get it right-ish. Even if I disagree yeah, it with is. it, it's at least a game. Mm-hmm. So go. I did. I did on slightly something else. But last year was It Takes Two. Great game. Uh, year before was Last of Us Two, then Sekiro, uh, the, the from Software's baby game, uh, God of War, Breath of the Wild, Overwatch, Witcher Three, and then the odd man out was 2014 Dragon Age Inquisition, which no one talks about anymore. Sorry, uh, no, one, no one cares about that. Game. Still, I'm still, I'm like really happy it takes two one last year. That that gave me some faith in the industry. <laughs> so am I. Yeah, um, and I like. I, I last year felt like a weird year because it, I think a lot of us couldn't even like narrow down. There was no like front runner game of the year. Like a lot of the AAA take, stuff disappointed, and was. then there was. <laughs> Yeah, and then but like I don't know, I liked Death Store more than It Takes Two, so um, same. Like that probably would have been my game of the year, but It Takes Two was great. Like I, I was very happy with it. Um, that's kind of all, all these games a lot, but I did think it was fun. Uh, it Takes Two. Yeah, I was playing that with my fiance on stream, um, and we just we just never finished it because it just kept going. Oh, it's so fun though. <laughs> it, we, I think, think it was. It was yeah, it, dra- it dragged it was out at the long. end. Yeah, every game's a little long. Some of those four hours, and it's a little long. I don't know. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> my favorite gaming moment in the last like three years was the elephant scene. It even beats out the chains, <laughs> the chain plays, or <laughs> blades of chaos. <laughs> blades of chaos. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Iris Dumbey donated two Australian dollars. Says Dune Spice Wars is just spice flavor sieve. Pretty much. It's a it's a uh, it's a strategy RT. It's an RTS. But yeah, nobody nobody talks about it. Okay, we, we can't leave for Rab's worst take of the night. Where, where, where was it? None of the aforementioned games are good. Mm. So God of War, Breath of the Wild, <laughs> Witcher 3, <laughs> The Last of Us 2, <laughs> Overwatch, and Sekiro. All None poop. of the games are good. Incredible. Just like <laughs> carpet bombing. I feel like, Just, I feel like honestly, if we brought Rab into right for the site, we would get a ton of hate clicks off of them. <laughs> <laughs> The Last of Us Part 2 is actually bad. <laughs> All of your favorite games eat ass. <laughs> Sonic Frontiers. <laughs> best game to come out in the last 10 years. I'll fucking write that. Don't tempt me with a good time. Um, yeah. That about does it. Have you guys, have you, did you watch anything or have anything you wanted to talk about before we, before we call it? I haven't had a, I haven't had a chance. I, I, I did start Community. <laughs> I don't know why. I've oh, never. I, seen, like that. I love it. Great show. Yeah, I love it. Great show. Yeah. The, uh, show. The, 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 I, I was surprised to see that like a lot of community fans actually don't like the Jack Black episode in season one. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I think that's a fun. I've never heard. I think that's that a fun. Thing. Well, it's funny because like his whole the whole thing is he comes in and he says like, "Oh, I was there the whole time. I was <laughs> sitting behind you guys in class." And so they show a bunch of clips from season one and then kind of <laughs> cut to him like in the corner of the room, be like, "Oh man." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, well, the yeah you know, the whole commentary was like people asking for guest stars all the time. It's like he doesn't fit. <laughs> He's but, yeah, yeah, and he like fucks up the whole thing. Like, yeah, but yeah. The, the scene of of him like getting pulled out of the chair and him just lunging across the table, I was in stitches. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just because it's Jack Black. <laughs> Petulant child in that episode. I fucking loved it. I'm glad you enjoyed it. They're yeah. doing the movie, I hear. Yeah, yeah. I'm halfway yeah. through season two, so. Well, spoiler, uh, six seasons in a movie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I do, I do plan on starting the English this week, and I was going to try to start this week, and then I was just so bummed that I didn't have my computer to do work. I was just like, I'm going to play God of War instead. I don't know why I had anything to do with it. It just made me not want to watch TV that I didn't have my computer. That's that's really weird. I, know. I don't have any. I don't know either. It's pretty. It's pretty weird. But yeah, computer back. I think uh, yeah. I think I was just like stressed because I couldn't work. <laughs> that's the opposite when you can't work. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know. Take, take a nap. Like you do it. Yeah. So it took my computer. I'd be like, my work here is done. Well, I'll tell you what. It's a first order problem. But when I have like twenty different tabs open all the time, and working on a MacBook screen is not fun. <laughs> I need my analytics. I need my OBS. I need my restream. I need I need Slack. I need Discord. I need my email. I can only do that on my computer. I feel like you could do every single one of those things, but not at the same time. Look, you don't want you, you don't need restream. <laughs> I have OBS like little open. I have little blocks of Windows to, open everywhere. OBS open. I don't know. You taught you taught this man how to stream from the Escapist account. Let me tell you, you didn't you didn't even put the names on screen. I thought you were going to give me a compliment for doing something. <laughs> oh, yeah. Time. Clicking start stream. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. I thought he, I've been on like 17 streams in the last 10 days. <laughs> You're welcome. Also, no one mentioned that in the planning doc under what we've been playing and watching under Nick, I wrote probably a bunch of pornos like some sick dude. And no one said anything. About I mean, I, I laughed at that a couple of times looking down <laughs> at the doc. <laughs> Why do you think I need my third monitor? <laughs> oh, no. I don't like the idea that every time you're streaming, you always got pornos on like a side. Yeah, if I'm uh, looking left, I'm looking at that. If I'm looking oh, right, no. I'm looking at OBS. <laughs> oh no. Uh, do you watch anything? anything? Anything you want to talk about before we before we skip uh, more cartoons? <laughs> I can't say that I have really been watching. Well, you know what? My fiance has been binging a shit ton of Doctor Who. And so oh, I've been oh, kind of watching several seasons of it at a glance. And uh, she started with whoever is directly before um, God, David Tennant. Like before uh, David Tennant's Chris run. Chris Frackelson? Yeah, whatever that guy's name You're is. Like a weird dude? That guy was bad. A weird dude <laughs> so with a round face? Yes, very round face, that man. He looks like um, Tim Robbins from I Think You Should Leave. <laughs> he does look like Tim Robbins from I Think You Should Leave. He, yes. uh, I'm, wa- I'm watching The Leftovers, and that's co-starring him. So we're both oh, he's in that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like he, I think he, he hated. I think he hated doing that. You could tell. That, that makes a yeah. lot of sense. You could tell. He did not seem happy to be in that role, and I think he dragged the role down. Because I was like... I don't know who the hell is a fan of Doctor Who. This is some bullshit. As soon as David Tennant assumes that role, all of a sudden the episodes get a lot more entertaining to watch. And like, I still think it's like really like goofy, but it becomes goofy in a fun way more so uh, once David Tennant shows up. So I know she's enjoying it because she has not stopped watching. Went through like three, four seasons. She even went to watch the spinoff show Torchwood, which is like a weirdly serious version of Doctor Who nonsense. But like they take place in the same universe, I guess. Oh, I have no idea that that was like a, a spinoff or like a yeah. Apparently, it's a, a spinoff. Yeah, like like you have to watch one and then go back to like the mid season of another Doctor Who's. It's it's very that strange. Like, that sounds like homework. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very strange, yeah, but, Mister, um, I'm gonna go rewatch an entire show before the new show comes out. 
Oh my god, it was so good. <laughs> that was just Game of Thrones. It was good. Uh, so she, well, what That's, prompted her to, to to hop on Doctor Who? Uh, because she finished literally all of Criminal Minds. Oh, I thought she finished <laughs> like, House of the Dragon and wanted to get some Matt Smith. Well, I mean, we we finished that a while ago too, but yeah, like she she likes stuff that she can just put on in the background while sure. she's like doing yeah, yeah, her, while uh, doing stuff. working on her thesis yeah. or whatever. And Criminal Minds was that go to because it was like twelve to fourteen seasons of it. Mm-hmm. And once that finished, she was like, I just need something else that's just really, really long. What's the longest show you can think of? And I was like, I don't know, Doctor Who. And she started watching no, Walking Dead. <laughs> you could have told her anything. You could have been like the news. And she like starts with the Kennedy assassination. <laughs> uh, uh, if also, she does get to the end of Doctor Who, I'm going to tell her to watch Batman the Animated Series next. Because that's, uh, that's hell yeah. Um, King Dead. Torchwood is an anagram of Doctor Who. That just fucking yeah, they just blew, blew my, my mind. mind. Too. Sitting there looking at it oh, like, no way. <laughs> King Dead. It's funny. I'm attributing this to King Dead, even though that's probably just a very well known fact about the show. Uh, incredible, incredible King Dead. Thank you so much for for bestowing that upon us. Um, have you been watching any anime? Uh, me? No. Definitely not asking Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I have not. I only ask because I have not because there's a bunch of shows I want to watch, but I want to wait for them to be over because i'm not on that week yeah like i'm waiting for bleach to do its full run um something else chainsaw man i want that to do its full run like i'm really hyped for both those shows because i've been hearing and seeing like really great animation coming out of those places i'm waiting for chainsaw man rest of spy family rest of mob uh rest of my hero academia uh fucking whatever witch gundam is it's like gundam but with witches gundam the witch from mars Wait, is, like, that's actually Gundam, or is it like a Gundam-like Gundam. thing that has witches? No, it's called Gundam, colon, the witch from Mars. It's not about witches. Like, someone's name is the witch from Mars. Oh, it's, it's probably, probably a Gundam like called the witch. Ass, a witch from Mercury. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Wrong wrong planet with an M. Uh, whatever, that's fine. It was, it was close. Nice. Glad um, making Gundam. Yeah. Uh, Amy says, let me talk about Blue Lock. I don't know what Blue Lock is. Is that an anime? It's a, it's a soccer anime that I okay. just check out as well, because I've seen some clips and sports anime is a whole nother class of anime. You guys, if you're ignoring it, you are doing I am something. Ignoring it. I Nick, am ignoring it. Nick, no, except for anime, Birdie Wing. Start Birdie the sport Wing. anime. Dude, watch Birdie Wing. Birdie Wing was Gol- the golf, I got, right? I golf got assassins. The West oh, I got, I got we, or, uh, the English to watch, and then 1899 starts tomorrow. I, I thought you were going to watch Cyberpunk Edge Runners. I, I, you know, yeah. I'll get there eventually. <laughs> you go back on your word, damn it. Nominated for best adaptation. Yes. You gotta watch it. I, got, you know if it's I gotta watch game. I gotta watch Andor today. And then tomorrow I start 1899. Oh. Zero then... Andor spoilers, but there's a moment in it that's just like the sickest shit ever. Hmm. There's like the coolest shit ever in, in this week's Andor. Guys, Andor, colon. It's really good. And then Andor. Yeah, is that like the title I'm of glad, article? I'm glad I wasn't there uh I was I wasn't there yesterday for the recap discussion on Marvel stuff because I don't think I've wa- I have not watched Multiverse of Madness. I haven't watched the new Black Panther movie. I haven't watched Thor. I haven't watched Ms. Marvel. I haven't watched She Hulk. Sounds yeah, like you're just done. Be great on a discussion of <laughs> ranking the no, Phase Four. I would have sat there the entire time like, <laughs> and then we would have spoiled like the Marvel stuff, which is annoying because like. I'm enjoying Marvel Snap, and it's like, oh, maybe I should go watch the movies. Like, no, I probably won't enjoy them that much. I shouldn't. Devil Dino, Devil Dino's not in any <laughs> yeah. movies. I know. I want a Devil Dino movie, damn it. Devil Dino rules. Um, <laughs> do you know about Devil Dino, Casey? I don't uh, know anything about him other than he's a dinosaur. And like he has, he, gets, he hangs out with like a little little girl, right? He does Moon Girl. Moon Girl. But they are separate cards. 
<laughs> Let it be known. They are separate cards, but in real life, they are friends. And Rabbi Ellis um, says, optioning out of the culture, huh? No, I just, I don't know. I, the Marvel stuff just kind of all feels the same to me. Just really hasn't done much for me. Like that, I tried the show. I liked a lot of the shows, and then they all kind of ended the same way. And I don't know. Like nobody's really sold me on why I need to, you know, run out and watch these the other Marvel movies aside from when I talk about it on podcasts. So I've been, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Don't yeah. don't don't yeah. feel like you need to go. Like I want to watch. I've definitely cooled on a lot of the Marvel TV as well. Uh, but yeah. I am I am excited to go see uh, Black Panther, and I'm probably gonna do that like sometime next week. Mm. Nice. Don't go to the uh, Madison Palace Theater where the screen was very dark. <laughs> so I know you were planning on seeing it in Madison, but don't don't see it in Madison. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll switch up my plans then. Okay, okay. After gotcha. hearing that, uh, which is just funny because like my my favorite. I mean, I haven't seen all the Phase Four movies, so my favorite currently is uh, Shang Chi. Same. Now she's good though. So that was yeah. my fa- that was my favorite. The the whatever the ending turned into a big mess, but everything up to there was great. At least it, it was like, at least it was visually interesting compared to a lot of the rest of the Marvel stuff. Amy just does a big ass anime punch at the end. You hear that, Nick? Yeah, that's how he solved his problems with an anime punch. I mean, yeah, so a lot of people solved their problems. <laughs> Think about it. Master Chief solves his problems with an anime punch. <laughs> uh, that's how Master Chief finishes the fight. Um. I think that about does it for us. And also, someone asked a while ago, and I forgot to answer. Uh, yes, there is no uh, out of war stream tonight. Yes, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jesse is getting his floors done in his apartment, but or in his house, but he should be uh, done with that soon. Um, so yeah, now that I have my got... computer back, I'll be back tomorrow for Star Wars. Yeah. So for the rest of the week, we'll have uh, Star Wars at one p.m. Yep. Tomorrow, Star Wars at one p.m. Uh, we're what Jedi Outcast. Yeah, still wrapping still that up. Still playing that one? Yep. Okay, still playing that one. And then uh, at night, Casey and I will be back for Metal Gear Solid 4 at 7 p.m. Central. Yep. Apparently, we're we're in heavy popcorn territory again? Or not, or the last stream was heavy no, popcorn? No, no, no. No, we're in gameplay territory. Because remember, okay. we got Shadow Moses. Spoilers. Right. We got right. Shadow Moses. Yeah, okay. uh, so yeah, <laughs> this is gameplay territory. This is this is it. You better, you better fucking have your controller charged. The problem is that damn stick. I w- if I could just find like an actual PS3 controller, I'd, I'd probably have a better <laughs> time. Uh, I feel like you can probably find one. Go find. Go, go to like uh, Game GameStop and expensive. It's probably like five dollars. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll look. I, I will, I will <laughs> yeah, look. right at GameStop. They'll charge you a hundred just because they're in limited supply. Oh, the V girls are here. Um, Woo. Excited that the V girls are here. Uh, and then Friday, we'll I think have more Willow Week at noon, which is just no. We will not this week. All right. Well, Jack has we to take month. his kids on a vacation, on, on a on a, a little road trip. Those, he's shep- he's chaperoning. Chaperoning. Yeah. Uh, Willow week. Yeah. So. Well, damn. I think that's like in the spirit of Willow week is uh, <laughs> just randomly not doing it. I think that's really in the spirit of Willow week. <laughs> uh, are you are you are you going to play Halo now that it's uh, caught? Oh yeah. I guess we could start Halo Infinite Friday. Amy, uh, you want to do uh, that? You're in chat. Let's start Halo Infinite co-op on Friday. <laughs> no, because I remember you guys saying, because you did your road to infinite, but you never did infinite. Yeah, we never did yeah, it. Did it was to road to play. infinite. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a road through infinite. It was just a road to infinite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so maybe that'll happen. Okay. Uh, Amy said, yeah, height. So it okay. sounds like we have a Halo. Uh, yes, I was Halo. Uh, part of their winter more. update, it got, I think it got online co-op, right? I didn't make Yes, it. yes, it has online co-op. Up to four people. Cracks like it's the, it's the local co-op that doesn't exist. Yeah, the local co-op yes. does not exist. Correct, correct. Uh, yeah, Amy, you'll have to redownload it, which will probably take several years for you. 
Because that is, that is a large game, and your internet is, is not great. Is that not in the cloud? You could probably cloud that, right? Not well, where no, that's, not, that's not available in Australia. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're, they're too, <laughs> Sunny they're, skies in Australia. They're too south for clouds. <laughs> never, never a cloud in the sky. Uh, and then Saturday, Frost will be back for Wishlist. Do we know what Wishlist is? I don't, uh, but we will also have a uh, new cold take on Friday for members with some new wow. animated intro stuff. So make sure you check that out. Nice. Great. And extra punctuation goes live for the public tomorrow as well. Uh, wonderful. And then, oh wait, when uh, does when does we have weep shit? What happened to weep shit? Uh, I haven't been on my computers. I haven't been able to get it done. So it'll be up. Uh, it'll it'll go out to members tomorrow. Actually, okay, we can't have everything going out to members. Members, listen, mem- we gotta we gotta pump the brake. Members are becoming too powerful. No, <laughs> they've been they've waited a year for this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken a year. It's it's taken a year to make. It's been, it's artisanal. It's handcrafted. Yeah. yeah. Don't farm farm to farm to table weave shit. Farm to table weave <laughs> shit. Just please tell us what you want, and then we'll do it afterwards. Um. And then yeah, we'll have game night on Saturday, and uh, Amy's new release on Sunday, and then it's next week. And next week's we're we're gonna have uh, a, a shorter week in terms of streams because it's a Thanksgiving holiday, so mm-hmm. we won't be doing Thursday or Friday streams. Um. But this should be fun, right? You guys around Wednesday night? Yep. Next week. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're going out of town, Casey. Yeah, I mean, if you're going out of town, that's fine. No, I'll I'll be here. Okay. Yeah, I'll be here. <laughs> Spoken like a man who we'll won't to, be here. We'll to give, give, <laughs> no, I'll be. I'm sure I'll be here. We'll have to uh, give thanks. I already know I don't got to travel uh, yeah. for you know this month or the next month. Okay. Um, so I'll be good. We'll we'll be giving thanks for all of Rab Adler's terrible opinions. <laughs> I think I think your terrible opinions were the MVP. Of the <laughs> so thank you, Rab Adler. Uh, and uh, both Nick and I will regret our Pokemon purchases by then. So great. I won't because it's going to sit on my shelf unopened until I finish my other stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. Then I'll be regretting alone. Yeah. Uh, so and yes, Ben. So no Willow Week next Friday either. Um, oh dang. That's a, see that's the joy Willow of Willow Week. Week. Willow Week will be going into next month, and I don't think Willow Week will be finishing until uh, next year, which is one of the joys of Willow Week. <laughs> one of the true joys of Willow Week. <laughs> Uh, so for uh, oh wait I guess do you guys have stuff you want to pimp out uh, plug oh uh, sure uh, follow me at Sigma Gears Nine on Twitch and Twitter just had a newer episode of the Sigma Show podcast drop uh, it was kind of a real shooting shit type discussion <laughs> with uh, the lineup from uh, this past game, game night so me Frost Marty and Jesse and uh, one of my best friends Superman Jeff were just talking about games and movies and TV and stuff. Uh, so check that out. Search for the Sigma Show on your podcast yeah. listening services, and you'll find it. Um, check out the Somerville interview that we talked about earlier today. Not interview, Somerville review earlier yep. today in the chat and, right now. Check it out. And weave shit going out to members tomorrow um, is a thing that I edited, but me, Marty, and Jesse all worked on, uh, as well as Omar. I don't want to. Uh, yeah, yeah, Omar. Has I don't want to downplay how instrumental Omar has Omar been in getting weave shit. Yeah. Also, we <laughs> don't have a thumbnail person. yet, so there's a good chance it's not even going up tomorrow. It'll be there. <laughs> um, but, if you go to members, it doesn't need a thumbnail. It should just be a black screen with just like weeb shit in, in writing. And then change it to a thumbnail for the for real people. It's going to be the, the poop yeah. emoji. For, for real people, not those members. I mean, we should use that poop emoji. We will. In the thumbnail. I, I, have, the, I, I got, have the picture I, of the thumbnail I have head. some ideas. I have some okay. ideas. I love it. But that's it for me. Right. Uh, I should have an article, uh, probably, uh, maybe tomorrow, probably Friday though, on uh, talking a little bit about Halo Infinite and kind of what I talked about earlier with the game needing to 
stop with the forerunner architecture and put some new maps in there and also yelling at 343 to get that custom game browser out asap uh and then i will also yeah, be that's back. how you get shit done yeah you yell yeah and then i'll be back uh on friday with my week in review after missing last week because i was out with family hell yeah and um, my computer's fixed so you should no longer hear a fucking jet engine when i play games i've never heard anything that's all. Uh, sorry. The, yes, I have. Uh, the only person that I think really heard it was Lampy because Lampy hears everything. <laughs> Lampy lives in your house. Lampy, Lampy, I think, lives in my walls. Like, I keep hearing a banging on the inside of my wall here. I don't know if it's like a water pipe or if it's Lampy trying to get out. And it's probably Lampy. <laughs> it could be Lampy. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't listened to it close enough to know if it's like, uh, like, uh, whatchamacallit? Morse code. Morse code, yeah. But yeah, he's trying to send a message. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Ben Wilkins says, no, we can all hear it. <laughs> <laughs> there, there is a patch of like dead grass out in the yard. So I'm wondering if like he tunneled under there and just uh-huh. didn't find his way back out. Yeah. Makes sense. I think that, that could totally work. Perfectly plausible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, make sure you're checking out articles on the website because uh, those have really been heating up and we got a lot of uh, uh, writers you might know, a lot of new writers, um, just covering a bunch of shit. And we have a lot of cool stuff in the works. Um, I just wrote my full opinions on Sonic Frontiers. I got a God of War thing coming up about a set of Easter egg in the game that do a really great job of uh, sort of championing uh, PlayStation history in a way that kind of reminds me of Astro's Playroom that I really like. Um, but yeah, check out all that stuff and then all the other stuff that everyone mentioned for so for uh Nick and KC, this was Marty. This was uh breakout episode number 64. Happy birthday, Nintendo 64. Uh, and uh, we'll see you all next week. Five episodes away from episode 69. God, that might be the Christmas episode. Who is this? Oh, it is. No, hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna be the yes. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. Have a Have nice, nice 69. Christmas,